I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. And welcome everybody to another episode of the value pack. We're back in this bitch and we got a lot of shit to talk about. But first, I want to thank our lovely patrons. <clears throat> Badriana, Infrax, Hawaiian, Offcultation, Icarian, Justicara has issues, Jeremy Johnson, Calahad, Lord Karameonite, Minaria, Sinvala, and Talus X Septum. Thank you very much for your support. We appreciate it. You guys are fucking awesome. And uh, thanks to everybody else who also supports us on Patreon. All of you are wonderful, wonderful people. You're all breathtaking, as uh, one fantastic man would say. Now, we missed last week, uh, if it isn't obvious already, by us not uploading. Um, if you want to know uh, when, whenever we have to miss or delay or something like that, the only way you're going to know that shit is by joining the Discord. We will post things in the Discord, updates, you know, all that kind of stuff, so... That's also where you can get roles from the bot in the Discord to know when, like, Frosty streams, whenever I upload a video, etc., etc. So there's all kinds of uses to joining the Discord. You can also communicate with the community. Make sure you join the Discord. It's the only way to know what's going on with this stream. We got a lot of shit to talk about, but first, I thought we could open it up with something a little bit fun. Uh, let's open it up with something a little lighthearted. Frosty... Hit Tet Belt, Tet Taurus Belt the other day. I did. And he had Miss he had Miss Frosty do it. He had Miss Frosty click the whole way. And Miss Frosty, being on Frosty's stream, gave the world one of, if not my new favorite clip uh, of all time. And I thought that we could all watch it together and just enjoy it. Right. So if you boys could pull it up on your respective streams. For I those haven't. people who may not have watched it yet, and then go ahead and uh, take a take a watch, take a listen. You get to like play with other people, even though they can be like real dicks sometimes. Oh, that's well, cool. I like the community. I like that you get to like play with other people, even though they can be like real dicks sometimes. But it's kind of nice that you have a like a lot of friends <laughs> on here. You don't really have like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right. In fairness, <laughs> though, exactly in, like in fairness. <laughs> She basically implies that she likes that I have a lot of friends on BDO because in, in real life I'm and then she pauses and that's when my heart sinks and sadness sets in. Definitely. She yeah, dissed you so um, hard right there. That feels bad. Yeah. So here, let me let me just make sure we get the the punchline because I accidentally had. I should have deafened during the watch. But it's kind of nice that you have a like a lot of friends on here because you don't really have like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there there you have it. She. It's just proud that I have some friends, you know? I think that's cool of her. Did someone, I finally... someone hopefully <laughs> called 911 after that domestic abuse that just happened because oh, she just clapped you right there. Oh, uh, dude. I finally have some friends. So <laughs> that's, it's really good. Dude. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Hey, but you know what? The price you pay for getting a Tetoro's belt, right? Yeah, Dude. it was worth, I'd say. That shit actually was so hype, man. That saved me. I, I thought it was going to go on for weeks. And the fact that it was over, and I got to sell my Tetongrad belt for... 15.4 bill i got to sell it for absolute max price dude i was pretty hyped about that that's pretty boss what did you spend all that money on nothing yet i'm saving up for a pen accessory we're back to that Ugh. yeah Ugh. well it's pretty awesome though yeah what did that bring your ap to i mean you dropped <laughs> two right it, so i dropped three because i had a tongue guard belt um so oh, true i'm 294 294 with Kudum on a and a Tet uh, Toros belt, two ninety four with Kudum. Yeah, that's low. It's pretty low. It's definitely struggling for the APs here, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, the goal is get a pen accessory, caps up my offhand, and then I'll be back to two ninety seven, and then and then from there I got to figure out how to get to three hundred one. You know, got to find a way with Kudum. I mean, I gotta, I'm gonna have to get another pen accessory, which is gonna be shitty. And then, yeah, I think 301 or th and or 305 Kudum is such a fat, like, just hits so hard. But it's nice because I don't use bags. I, I'm an evasion build, right? So having the accuracy from the Kudum and an accuracy accessory kind of helps a little bit make up for the lack of bags. A little bit. Yeah. Not all the way. But, you know. It definitely helps. I'm not missing completely everything anymore. Um, so what, which uh, I, uh, pen accessory are you going to go for first? Like a crescent or something? I think I'm going to go for rings. I, I want to get, I, I don't want crescent rings. I want at least Eye of the Ruins. I would love Tungrad rings, but they're so expensive. I want to see, once I get to about 50 bill, how I'm feeling. If I feel like I can actually save up longer another 50 yeah yeah then i'll go for the tongue rings but if i can't if i'm like fuck it then i'll just get the the lesser shit rings you know what are the make pen sure you your, at right now? make sure you get your shark two boxes out of the uh thing 100 silver there's the they're up again oh it's just i think yours is still there from yesterday we only get one in the weekend right no you get two i think for both days don't you Oh shit, you do! Dude, someone yeah, got you a... Get, I don't you know get if one you, for Saturday and one for Sunday. I don't know if you heard me say it yesterday, Nayashi, but someone... Or this morning. Someone in my in my chat opened a box. They literally only used Oasis gear, right? Because they're yeah. like kind of new to the game and all they do is PvP. They said they haven't really spent time grinding. And they opened the box yesterday and got a Tet Manos earring and it sold for 21 bill and they're like I'm wow <laughs> they're like I'm soft cap now I bought full Tet Jesus. weapons armor and gold tri gold accessories I'm like wow all that about the true carry that's not soft cap dude that's such a huge every time someone mentions soft cap on reddit it becomes this huge fight so before before we oh, get yeah, into the yeah, topics, yeah. I just want to been evolving for so long. Yeah, I just wanted to be quick. What is your guys' idea of soft cap these days? I think there's two versions of soft cap. Okay. Um, you have the siege soft cap that people really look at and consider, and then there's like the normal player soft cap experience sort of thing. You know. Yeah. Um, so I would say the normal soft cap experience is like. 281 um 
you know, with Nover, and then like probably three. Was it fifteen DP now for the for the bracket? I can't remember if they lowered the lower ones or not. Um, some along that. So it's not too bad. So that's like two eighty one is like above two sixty nine, um, or it is two sixty nine kudum right? So that's not too bad. You can grind most areas now and whatnot. Um, and you can pretty much kill the average player with that kind of AP with 281 Nova. So I think that's pretty fair to be considered the normal player soft cap. And then for Siege, it's like, I want to say 289 to like 290 plus. And then the DP is like 330 or above. Um, and that's on the low end for Siege. And I think for the high end, it's like 301 is kind of like being looked at really hard as being kind of close to that new soft cap um, for the high-end Siege guilds with like 340 to 350 DP plus. Res, what's soft cap? Um, to me, I still feel... I used to kind of argue that I thought soft cap was changing with the like average gear of the players, but... I'm kind of thinking about it in terms of like a new player, and I feel like soft cap is still the same, which is tet, full tet boss gear with tri yellow accessories. The reason I feel like that soft cap is because I think that all that is really easy, like to enhance. Mm-hmm. And I know like a lot of people will say like, "Oh, well, tet accessories are pretty easy." Yeah, it's really easy for like someone who's been playing for a year or four, right? But if you're like a brand new player, that's not going to be like easy to get. That's yeah, quite difficult. Every penny goes into that one base accessory purchase. Yeah. So my thought process is, I I feel like soft cap is referring, in my opinion, soft cap is referring to the ability at which your rate of progression greatly slows down if you are a brand new player. And I feel like once you start having to get Ted accessories and or pin weapons and armor boss gear, that's when that that rate slows down a lot. And so I would say that soft cap is that try yellow accessories and Ted boss gear. So here's the here's why. Well, I I don't know. I like I kind of disagree just because I don't think that it got easier just for us. Because think about this: when we were enhancing uh, accessories to try. Try was actually like scary at that time. It was cancer. Like try was really, really scary. Crescent rings were 50 mil and the most money we're making per hour was like 25 to 30 mil. And you really couldn't buy like it was try accessories didn't sit on buy for a long time back when we were playing. So like Ted accessories are sitting on buy for basically the same prices that we were getting try accessories back in the day. If you remember like try ogring orders were like six bill. So I think that it's it's I mean pretty you look easy. at Tech Crescents right now, there's like sixteen on the market, roughly four point five bill. Yeah. It's not that hard to get. Like, yeah, sure I think, it takes a little bit of time, especially for a newer player, but I think it's easier to get Ted accessories now because you can buy them. And if you start seasonal, you basically get two free ones, right? You get the yeah, you, well, you get the Kaposha. What's yes. the can't you get a oh no, maybe maybe that was just the event that earring. Yeah. But you already start off with try accessories, like kinda. Yeah, yeah. Like right off of. the bat. Um, so for me, I just feel like I feel like it's just full tet. Like except think, except the <laughs> earring slot, full tet with like kaposha earrings. 
I don't think I, it's I think that here hard the other get. thing is too that also like goes in line with that um, is that new players that start on season, for example, there's no fear for doing enhancing like for the for the accessories because they have a baseline gear set that they can't blow up, right? After oh yeah, they you mean you mean after? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they can't blow it up. There's always a base for them to to stick with. And even if, you know, a player that didn't go through seasonal, the Oasis gear is there as a backup as well. So, I mean, it's there's less worry about blowing up your, like, for example, like I would be, uh, I, before I switched to, you know, doing backups, I was trying to blow up my main gear to get, you know, enhancements, which was a horrible idea um, before I switched to doing backups. But, um, you know, like that's <laughs> during that particular time period, like, I wasn't really able to grind all that much time-wise, and a lot of that was because I was PvP in every chance I got. But um, I mean, that was you know just the way I did things until I started doing backups, and then the backups were making a huge difference on you know progressing forward. But, yeah, I mean, Res, you're not you're not wrong. Like, if I really think about it, Tet Tet neck and earrings are really hard to get still. Like that hasn't changed because they're really expensive. But the rings and the belt, like. Bassy belt's like five bill or less. I don't think it's hard, that hard for a new player anymore to get five bill. Yeah, so I'm grinding with Adrian. She actually brings up a pretty good point, which is, uh, like, the thing is, is the those accessories are easier to get, yes, but at the same time, those are not the best in slot accessories anymore. You, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, Ted yeah. Bassy is a lot easier to get. But now you don't want Ted Bassy. Now you want Ted Toros. Well, you know what I'm well, saying? No. Yeah, but I, that's so. I actually, I actually disagree with that because when you're when you're like building up your gear and you're trying to progress, you want the AP. You don't want accuracy. Accuracy is an end game item, uh, itemization thing. But okay, so bad example. So you used to want like try witches or like you know Kaposha, but now it's like distos are the end game whereas before the end game was the tet witches or the tri tongue right but like I, that was the end game that would be a gone. better example yeah, yeah that, because... that's a better example but you can get kaposha earrings which are free because i agree the earring slot is hard the earring slot is a weird one like that's where like you really start to feel the difference between someone that's pushing beyond soft cap and not but i would never discourage a new player from getting tet crescents and a tet bassy belt i think those are still huge upgrades for them until yeah, way later not. and they can sit on them for like, like months maybe even a year i'm still sitting on my crescents and bassy belt yeah look at that. i think well, that's probably i think a bad it's example, more i think mind. the i think that her point <laughs> i think that her point is more that like it used to be you just had to catch up to someone with tet armors and weapons and try yellow accessories. Now you have yeah. to catch up to people with pen armors and C9 Kafiris and tet distos and yeah. Like, but I you know oh there's yeah. the random there's the random. I forgot to mention this at the start of the podcast. There's a Saints game going on right now. So if you uh, if you hear someone screaming in the background, no, someone is not being murdered. Someone probably just scored a touchdown. <laughs> yeah. No, but, I mean uh, I, I agree, but I think that issue is kind of separate from what soft cap is because so, so they kind of so walk many, you so they, many grind zones just get so much more money though than it used to the thing like, is is that soft cap is such a non like nuanced. it's a player defined thing right so yeah. it's just whatever you think it is well i mean it, it's it's player defined because it's you know it's based on 
the you know the the average experience that you know player that you run into like they're going to have roughly around either full ted or they're getting closer to that full pen status as far as like armor and weapons so yeah i, um, I agree with that like it's definitely ever evolving but you know what's crazy is whenever i read these this conversation on reddit people are so adamant about whatever their stance is like no one's willing to be like oh that that makes sense like i don't no, agree yeah, with it no but one no one has a compromise yeah it's never like words. oh I, I don't agree with that but that does make sense like i see where you come from it's always like well, uh soft cap can't change once it was defined three years ago that's what it is forever it will never change that is the soft cap you know the people that say that and have that hard and stance then, is the people that don't grind enough to actually get gains well then you have the, the guy funny. who replies he's what? like so you're gonna put a hard cap on the soft cap how's that possible <laughs> that's like the same people who are like once a word has a definition it can't change it's like well no it actually can because words are just what we as uh, human beings like define them to be so if it's... the population starts using a word in a different way the meaning of that word will change to be whatever it is we use it as now like it's just a like it's simp? just a dynamic it's a dynamic explanation for what the average player is that's is that's like, it like like the word sick when someone says that's sick that's yeah sick. like i always get thrown like, off from gross, people awesome. when people when people are like oh dude that was like disgusting and i'm like so was that good or was that bad like <laughs> the first time my best friend hit me with that i legitimately was confused because i i forget exactly what it was but i showed him a video that i thought was really cool he goes dude that's disgusting and i was like I, I thought it was pretty cool. Why why is it like gross? You're grossed out by this? He's like, no, nah, like in a good way. I'm like, how can something be disgusting in a good way? <laughs> yeah. So well, I don't it, know. It sounds like his a... inflection was really poor. He probably needs yeah. it's not it, it's, it's like, such like disgusting. a uh, it's such a subjective <laughs> argument. I don't know. Yeah. It's such a subjective argument. It's like whatever. I was just curious. We can move on. All right. Um, that wasn't even on our list, by the way. That yeah, was no. speaking 20 of, minutes of rambling. <laughs> speaking of quick ways to get to soft, qua soft cap. Soft quack. Soft, soft cap. Uh, quadrillion silver scandal. All right. So I don't know. According to someone in world chat, Tim Allen is involved. I don't know. Uh, did you guys see that? The dude spam hmm. world chat for like two days straight. And yeah, no, he... So Tim all, all I was saying was Tim Allen had a uh, exclamation uh, 27 billion for a command. <laughs> Tim, Tim Allen so, was involved only in that his guild. I, I think did, he just received money from it. And it wasn't intentional at all. Like his guild so did I, it. I don't, hold on. Let me. I wouldn't let me, believe that word. Nashi rude today, dude. You know. Let me. Let me give the rundown. Nashi. Uh, Tim Allen was only involved in that his guild did a payout, but he never accepted it from the mail. That yeah, was it. That yeah. was it. That's what I was meaning. Yeah. And so then, why was that guy spamming Tim Allen exploiting confirmed yada yada? Well, cause Probably just some, you know, you know just typical the... toxic community thing. Jesus. Some people. Um, so here's the thing. Um, there was... Explain what happened to people who don't know. There was a glitch in the system, okay? Uh, 
According to, well, let, let's go. There's two things. So one, people are node warring in Valencia. And uh, I believe it only happened on Valencia nodes, but you can correct me if I'm wrong, if anyone knows of a node outside of Valencia. But basically node war ended, forts were destroyed, and the message that pops up, this is how much silver you get, was like a, a massive amount, literally like quadrillions. So one of the examples like Ventus and the alliance that is Miracle. Ventus, uh, no, Miracle separate. So Miracle, they also happened to Miracle, but they're separate. So it's Ventus, um, ICD, or IDC, sorry, ICD. IDC, and I, I can't remember the third guild in their alliance, but they all got, uh, like Ventus got 11 quadrillion, I think, and that they only get 25% of the cut because of a three-person alliance. And then IDC gets 50%, so they got even more, and then whoever the third guild is got a bunch. Now, that funds, it wasn't just like a glitch in the text that pops up, like actually had that much funds in their guild bank. And um, after that, Basically, if you wanted to pay out that amount of funds, you can't, like if you just click pay out, click tier 10 on everyone, you can't. There's like some weird, like, I don't know if it's a, a limit or a block or whatever, but when you wanna pay out that much money, you literally can't do it. You have to get rid of some funds in the guild, uh, in the guild total funds, you have to spend money, get rid of it to get down to a certain amount to do a payout. So IDC, now this is again, anyone who's actually involved can correct me if I'm wrong. So this is, this is from a, a third party source who is part of the Alliance that told me. So IDC spent a bunch of funds, got the money down to a point where they could do a payout and paid out tier one to everyone. And then the GM paid out tier 10 to himself. So the tier one to everyone, everyone got 27 bill and the GM got 270 bill. And then, uh, uh, a few other guilds like Miracle had the same thing happen. I don't know if they did a payout. Ventus themselves did not do a payout. And again, I, again, I apologize that I cannot remember the third guild in that alliance. I don't know if they did a payout either. Um, after that, about four hours later, uh, Kakao finally acknowledged it and blocked the marketplace. So no one could access the marketplace for a few hours, probably like two hours. And they also locked out any of the accounts that received a payout. Um, so yeah and then Which later on that very night quick action i'm surprised pre pretty quick action yeah and then later on that night um they had an actual like an emergency scheduled maintenance where the servers came down and then came back up and uh, i don't know if some people are still locked out but as of yesterday morning there were still a few people from idc that couldn't get into their accounts um I'm not sure if basically if you didn't accept the payout, you didn't get locked out. If you accepted the payout, you got locked out. So there, there's that. Um, and then they had a, a thing where they said it was uh, the cacao GMs or CMs or whatever said that it was a packet manipulation scam that someone used to manipulate like the payouts or something. And that the person who was responsible for it was banned it was immediately banned. during the node war. However, it affected all these other nodes, so everyone got the money anyway, or something like that. So that that's what I've come to understand. And now I don't know if there's been any official bans on anyone who did payouts or anything like that, but that that's where it stands as of now. So it's, a, it's an interesting little uh, situation for sure. So there's the quadrillion silver scandal did you guys know that if you have too much money you can't do a payout i did not know that 
Never had that problem before. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it doesn't surprise me because every like function has to have a cap, right? Like at some point, there has to be a number that just can't be processed. I would assume. So, well, yeah, system related cap maybe, but not necessarily like something that they hard coded into the game. No, 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 no. Right. I'm just saying like there's just a limit to what like a system can process at some right. point. You remember when Google had to change the amount of zeros that it could show in viewer count? People probably don't know. This is how old I am. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> I think it was like a Lady Gaga video or something. I'm, I'm, or some, I'm right there with you. There, and I don't there, remember that. Yeah, there was some viewer, there was some like YouTube video that literally just didn't have the, the, uh, there's a better word for it, but it, it couldn't support the amount of digits for the viewer count that a video got. So they had to actually like update YouTube to change it. But it's kind of like that, I think is what Rezlar is saying. Um, so here's the question where we lay all of our fat video careers on the line. Oh, uh, who is in the wrong? What here is bannable in, in your opinions? Like, is any of this bannable? Is this just purely Kakao's fault and no one should get banned? If you spent the money, are you guilty? Like, what's, where do you guys stand on that? I guess starting with Nayashi. I would well, first I guess... like to know. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I would yeah. first like to know. Does anyone know what if they did anything to the people who did payouts, who received the money? Like, did I they do? Did they do like a a mapping situation where they <laughs> essentially turned it into a loan? Like, that's what I would like to know. Or did they like just remove as, items? As far as I know, they said on the announcement that they planned on. Uh, removing the silver from the accounts and or basically do a... I, I believe that the silver was already removed as of that maintenance, that emergency maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But prior to that, like, for those that But got I don't it, know about any bans, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Paper Patience, I appreciate it. He's, he says that video was Gangnam Style. That was the video YouTube had to update for. <laughs> <laughs> Go figure. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. remember when Gangnam Style was the number one video on Dude, most watched video on YouTube? Fucking huge. Yeah. I know. What was that, like 2012? Mm. A little while ago. Yeah, something like that. The world was a simpler place. Um, uh, okay, so uh, here's the thing, man. If you get a node payout of fucking two quadrillion silver... Mm-hmm. That's not legitimate, right? You right. know that's not legitimate. But there is nothing against the rules that says you can't do a payout whenever you get a strange amount of silver. It, so I would say that morally, it, you're morally bankrupt for doing a payout and trying to like take advantage of this glitch in the system. But as far as have you actually done anything wrong and broken TOS, I don't think so. So in my opinion, all really cacao slash prolibus should do is fix the problem try and retroactively like you know fix what happened aka being paid out 20 billion silver and the gm paying himself out by the way get a, leave that guild and find a new one if your gm is wanting to sh like shit on you and only give you 27 bill while he's getting 200 <laughs> bill you need to find a new gm because that dude's only in it for himself he does not care about you or anybody else in that <laughs> fucking guild if anything uh, shows character. Yeah, yeah, really. Like I if I if I was in that guild, I would find a new guild immediately cuz that GM is only in it for himself. Um 
So I don't know if you can ban anybody because I don't know. I, I don't think you've broken TOS. I think you're morally bankrupt, but all right, let me I don't ask think you, you this though. Does, all right, if you just do a payout, like you get the money and then you do a payout. So a couple things that are a little bit weird about the situation is I'd be willing, I can't say for sure, but I'd be willing to bet most guilds don't do a payout Wednesday night after Node War. So that's step one, that where now you're going into the realm of abnormalities. And two, I'd be willing to bet that guilds don't spend between 30 minutes and an hour getting all their officers together to spend money and drain the funds so you could do a payout. Does that part of it change anything for you? No, because again, I, I've already said, like, you're a piece of shit for trying to take advantage of this bug. And it doesn't matter if you take one step to abuse this bug, or if you take 17 steps to abuse this bug, you're still a piece of shit either way. But, I don't know, like, have you actually broken a rule? Is there something in TOS that says if you get paid an abnormal amount from a node war, you can't do a payout? If there is, Whoa. then yeah, ban them. If there isn't, then you can't really, like, I, there's no reason to ban them. No, I don't think there's, except for, you know, the I mean, ones that I doubt they, they claim explicitly obviously did something. state it, but, I mean... You, I, you, can't, you can't realistically ban players for this, uh, except for those that actually, you know, were messing with this, the game in general. Like they said, there was a packet loss uh, manipulation being performed that caused it or whatever. Those players, if they can try, I feel to like if you're gonna did. ban anyone, the only people that should get banned are the GMs because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are hitting the payout button. They're the ones most directly right. involved with trying to abuse the fact that they got paid an abnormal amount of money from this node. But even I don't think they should even get banned unless, again, they broke some rule in the TOS. And if if Cacao well. slash Pearl Abyss wants to be a lawyer. And try and interpret that they broke this you know rule it doesn't explicitly state it but someone in their tos that says something like you know you won't you know uh, uh abuse uh bugs or right you know, well, exploits. i think that'd be pretty uh, yeah i think it'd be like pretty that. easy for them to find that right like yeah, that's yeah. the thing so if they want to if, if they want to claim that 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 they can ban under those circumstances then go for it but if you are going to ban i i think really the only people that should get banned is probably the gm themselves so I'm I feeling think... like, even though I do think you're kind of a, kind of a, I mean, you're, you're certainly guilty, but I think a perma ban would be kind of harsh. I think like the silver drain and then maybe a temp ban or like an extra silver drain or whatever. I don't know. Maybe it's more appropriate, but like, I don't know about nah, perma ban. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. From my opinion, based on the limited information that I know about it. Um, I don't think anyone except for those that are actually involved with messing with the system should be banned. The GMs are just having fun with it. Like, I could see it very easily. Like, holy shit, look at all this fucking money. Let's do a payout for everybody. You know, like, I could see that being, you know, silly, and but, you know, mostly for the most part innocent in the retrospect of, uh, the respect of actually, like, being involved with anything. And if you have no evidence of them actually doing anything then you can't really realistically ban them for it now there is well, you, stuff in the ooh. tos doing the payout though is the well, thing you do have evidence of them doing. Yeah, i mean you well, have them doing, doing yeah, evidence yeah, yeah, yeah. of like you're doing something abnormal like here's the thing if if you're an honest like decent well, person I mean, think about this like maybe they're just testing it to see if it actually is going to spit out that kind of value okay you know, like sure but that, sh but no, shouldn't, shouldn't at the no, point where I'm you're not, fun no, i mean I'm yeah 
I'm not buying it because literally everyone that I have talked to, every single person that I've talked to since this event happened said, yeah, if you get that money, you're a retard if you try and pay that out because you're obviously going to get in trouble for it because that's not intended. Okay, yeah, there. OnlyFans Buffet puts the, the clause. Ready? 12.1.4, use of the exploits, the user shall immediately report any processes or actions which when performed in the game allow the user to play the game in a way that was not intended to be played by game design here and after an exploit. The user shall never attempt to reproduce an exploit except for the purpose of providing the reproduction steps to customer support for Kakao Games Europe. Any benefit acquired from the direct or indirect action of exploiting shall be reversed if deemed necessary. And then it's cut off. He doesn't put the rest, but I assume there's more because it's cut. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I just feel like... <sighs> Uh, that doesn't scream banned to me. That just says it's. I mean, you can't use exploits. Like we we know that yeah. for a fact that they ban for yeah. use of exploits or abusing exploits. Yeah. But the thing is, is like it, while it is it is like the mistake of Cacao and the devs for putting the money in there, they couldn't do a payout normally. So even if there was just like even if you're just like oblivious, like oh that's, that's a true. lot you of money. Say that they had to actually like they had to spend make a workaround in order to achieve it. Yeah, they had to do instead of what a normal person would do is like submit a ticket. Hey, there's all these funds. It's not letting me do a payout. My guild, I owe them a payout. Like, can we fix this? What's going on with my guild funds? Like that's what anyone else would do is submit a ticket right there. So I agree. I again, I think I don't know. Maybe permaban is harsh. I do like the idea of maybe temp banning the GM just long enough to that a random person can assume GM in their guild. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> two, two, two weeks or whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Who knows? And but, what was that? What was that guild where the GM paid himself two hundred mil or bill? Sorry. Uh the the rumor is that it's IDC. Yeah. IDC, you need to get yourselves a new GM or a new guild because now, that man, that man is only in it for himself. I do want to defend Ventus because on Reddit, everyone is saying that Ventus did a payout and Ventus 100% did not do a payout. There was zero time which any of the Ventus members, including the GM, were locked out of their accounts. They didn't do the payout. They did get the funds from the, from the node, but they never did a payout. And I know yeah, a lot of people see, said Ventus did, what, but they did not. That's that what is definitely the proper moral thing to do, yes. Yeah, you just don't do the payout, and you go tell the GMs, hey, like, we got a problem over here, this node just gave us quadrillion in silver, and, you know, we need it fixed so that we can pay out our members. The other thing, too, is the, the play stupid act is, like, it just doesn't really fly with me when, like, if you watch any of the clips of the people that got the money, and literally everyone in guild chat and like spamming with exclamation point chat and guild chat was like, wait, what the fuck? Like, it's not like it was like everyone just passed by and like, oh, that's honest mistake. Like, you just did a normal payout. They didn't know it was going to be that much. <laughs> like, it, it was like obvious from fucking go that something was weird as shit. Yeah, that's like the same people that tried to claim ignorance with the mapping. And then there were all those clips of the people like, oh, they're not going to ban us. It's like, oh, yeah, dude, you're so... Oh, I thought I didn't think it was an issue. Everyone else was doing it. Uh, that one was, in my opinion, more obvious. Like, you can't I mean, really claim ignorance with that one. But if you just show up to do the chests and you didn't do any organization, like if you log in one day, here's, I'm not defending the mappers, but I'm I'm giving I'm drawing a parallel to this, and that I don't I don't see how you cannot see both are guilty. But if you log in, and your guild says, hey, we're doing treasure chests on this channel, and you just go to that channel, 
You're like 25 treasure chests in. You're like, God damn, how many of these do we have? That person also got their silver drained. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they were like absolved from it just because they were ignorant. And this one, their, this one feels even more. Drain, but that only only those that did it in a very severe way were given the the negative silver balance. No, that's not true. It was based purely on what they got. No, it's yeah, it was based on what you got. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So okay, yeah, yeah. But there was like so. twenty three people that got banned, but they supposedly so if you they got banned to, for organizing. If you just organizing. showed up to chess and then your guild decided to do all of the chess, then you got a lot of money taken out. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying those people existed. Those people are all good. I, I'm just pointing out, like, I, I don't think, um, like, the members, I, I feel like if your GM does a payout and you're just a guild member, like, because a lot of people don't, I mean, not everyone goes to Node War. There's a lot of people in some of those guilds that didn't, weren't even logged in. They just log in, like, what the fuck is this payout? Dude, imagine you're one of the people that fought for those, that fucking five quadrillion silver, and then you get the same payout as the guy that hasn't logged in in two weeks. I'd be pissed. Oh, but, alright, so. <laughs> So you were trying to draw a parallel, but yeah. this is where I see the differences. Okay. The, the difference would be when you're doing an excessive amount of chess, like you said, you're like, how many of these fucking things are there? That would be for any normal person, very suspect. And you'd be like, okay, maybe I should probably dip out of this, especially if they even bothered to look at streams, which I think I would like to say a majority of people actually check streams okay. during that time period. They were being streamed and criticized for right now. For this thing, you just go to a nowhere like you do every fucking week, and then all of a sudden you see a giant fucking amount of money that pops up in your guild storage from the wind. That's a lot different. But isn't that just out of the ordinary, as you said? Like, if you're used to your fattest payout ever in a guild like that is 200 mil and suddenly 27 bills in your mail, you don't think you're like, mm, should I take this? This doesn't seem right. No, I agree with you on not taking it. I'm not <laughs> saying anything about that, but... I'm saying like it's the parallel is a little weird to try to draw the same conclusion from like it. I think it's a lot different when when you're like just doing a normal node war versus an event where it's. Well, I'm not abused. saying the people that just got the money, the guild funds are uh, bad like that. That obviously is not their fault at all. I'm just saying yeah. the people that took it out and immediately bought a pen armor. And are like, well, what? yeah, is that I, not that, that I yeah, agree the, with is, is kind of yeah. I'm, I'm drawing the parallel. Well, I'm drawing the parallel to the, those people. Okay, so it, in that in that respect, yeah, that's yeah. If you're just in a guild I mean, and a could, node paid that much, yeah. like no one's at fault, obviously, as long as you don't do I mean, anything with the could funds. You, could you make the same argument then for the people that got all the chests and then they're like halfway through, they're like, oh, this is there's something weird about this, and then they just held on to the items and didn't sell it. That would be in a good um, standing of that. You probably no. could make a case. Uh, I know a guy who deleted all the items he got, and he still got negative silver, which is funny. Um, yeah, because he, he was fucking. He sucks. was worried he was gonna get banned. He right? was doing. He was doing the good thing, you know, the moral thing to do, and then he still lost. Now, granted, <laughs> he he went and participated, and then once there was a bunch of backlash, he felt bad about it and deleted uh, all the stuff. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, okay. Well, in that case, yeah, that's all. And then also lost all the silver, but you know, yeah. it's neither here nor hey, lol. You know, um, neither here nor lol. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Anyway, Talking so about that, the money. That, that's yeah, that. from the Balencia thing. I guess we'll have to hear if anything actually happens. I don't know. Maybe people in IDC can better inform us. I know Miracle's yeah, another look, guild the that is, it happened to, but I, I don't I know just, if they paid. I only know basically what I've seen on Reddit and what you've told me uh, from the the information that you've gotten. So it's like I, I'm missing a lot here probably, more than likely. 
um, to really make it like, you know, educated opinion on it. But yeah. I don't know. Just from the from the face value, yeah. No matter what, it's fucked up. If you spent the money, if you accepted the payout and spent the money, that's fucked up. You should know better. Like, do I think it should be here's, banned here's, for it? Here, no. This is what needs to be the takeaway from this. If something weird happens in your game that suddenly blesses you with a fuckload of money, don't go fucking spend it, you fucking idiot. Right. That really needs to be the takeaway here. Because you're either doing it intentionally to be a scumbag, or you're doing it unintentionally and just a moron. Like, if you get a 27 billion silver payout and your guild is not fucking snake holding the castle for 5,000 years straight. Like, yeah, that's obviously something is wrong. That is not normal. Don't spend that money because that right. implicates you as being a scumbag and an exploiter. That's really all it comes down to. So I linked this video I mean, in chat. I, I, did, I did an interview, Nyash, if you want to hear what someone, quick, short interview, if you want to hear someone's well, take on, on before it. Before you do that, before, yeah. just real quick. Real quick. It, I, will, I will say... For a game that we we do the same things typically every day when we're in the game, you know, like we're grinding or we're going to no wars, or we're doing more grinding or life skilling, you know, whatever whatever your thing is, this game kind of like you, you're doing like, I guess in my opinion, kind of like a series of chores, you know, every day that you're in here, you know, because you want to progress in the game, you want to do something that's you know going to help you move along in the game to get to the fun aspects. You gotta admit it's it's pretty you know interesting when something random like that happens it's got its yeah. own form of like wow factor to it its own mm -hmm. set of interest to it so i could understand the appeal to be like hey this is funny let's see what this does and try to pay out i could see that kind of attitude now am i suggesting that these individuals these gms were thinking that probably not but right yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, just saying, like, I'm, I'm just sure. saying like i could see it but like I've never been a part of a of a weird exploit before. This is weird, like in just like just you know that overall interest in it, you know. I'm sure that did happen. I'm also sure all of Barcode thought, "Oh, this is a weird, quirky thing." When they were <laughs> spamming new accounts right, to get that's nice. where that's yeah. where it's a lot different when there's more involved, though. You know. Yeah. All right, let's it's... let's move on. Let's get to this interview. It's only about thirty seconds long. Um, I I linked it in chat. I'm gonna hit play here. All right, hold here on. we go. This is a we interviewed. I interviewed one of the uh, one of the women involved. It's now hearing this. This woman says she was part of the incident. Do you want? Do you want to tell us what happened, ma'am? I see. It was crazy. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> Everybody was getting money left and right. It was just we're just spending it now. But they shut down the goddamn marketplace. <laughs> and ma'am, do you feel guilty for spending the money? Are you happy? I'm just happy that our bank accounts are so high. I don't even know that number. I never saw that number in my school. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Back to you, Cindy, in the studio. <laughs> Cindy's in the studio in Nebraska. That's where we record from <laughs> our Nebraska studio. I'm out here, man, on the street over by where Amertat lives in Texas. Oh I was gosh. just drinking a Bud Light, and my guildy was like, we're rich. We're fucking rich. <laughs> dude oh my gosh that night was so fun we were getting live fucking uh, like updates man it was crazy the market shut down they sent messages 
Seems like something went a little wrong, guys. We're going to shut down the marketplace for a minute. <laughs> They're like, uh, suddenly 250 people have minimum 27 billion silver, so we're going to pause the marketplace. Yeah. It was good times. All right. Moving on. Let's get it's funny. on to uh, I do want to say news. one more thing, though. I do want to say one more thing. All right. This better be positive uh, and uplifting. IDC members, uh, Bloodthirst is recruiting. If you guys want to join a guild that uh, that actually cares about you and will do payouts equally. No, we, don't, <laughs> we don't have a GM that gives themselves uh, 20, 200 billion silver while the rest of you get uh, table scraps. You know, I'm just saying. So, uh, Bloodthirst, you know, you can sit one of our officers. You can sit on your high horse over there in Bloodthirst. It's a lot easier to not be greedy when the payouts are seven mil. All right. Hey, listen, our last payout was fifteen mil. Thank you very much. Um. Sunny <laughs> <laughs> says the payouts are only eight mil, but everyone gets it. Sunny <laughs> only gets eight mil because he never shows to war. That's true, Sunny. God damn it. Um, all right, let me find, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to use for the skill add on stuff. I'm going to use max references cause his, his screenshots were, were good. Let's see if I could find them. Where are these? Do, 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 do. Oh my God. It's been a while already. Holy shit. All right. Let's open this up. I'll link this for you guys. So if you want to look at the image, you can. All right. PvP skill add-on. So this is one of the things that we would have talked about last week if we had a show, but we didn't have a show. So I apologize for that. Um, that was my fault. I woke up super late, wasn't feeling good. You know how it be. Um, so they're kind of redesigning all the skill add-ons and this is a, uh, this is one of those things that is a, a major point of contention for some people because I, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding, partly, actually not partly, almost completely because the Global Labs is a scam. And for <laughs> whatever reason, when Global Labs updates go into Global Labs and they put English text to it, it's not accurate, which is, I guess, why localization takes almost a year for every single piece of content we get. Um, but they redesigned the skill add-ons. Uh, they said that there was multiple tiers. Now they're divided only into two tiers. So there's tier three, and then there's tier three. two. There's three tiers. What's the one? Oh, is there is there a tier one? Yes, there. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. The tier I'm I'm literally looking at it, and I asked that. But the tier one is like apparently very few skills are tier one. Let's put it that way. Um, but very, yeah, so very very few skills. Uh, <laughs> Very few skills are actually tier one and three. Yeah, one and three. Well, what three? Uh, very few skills were already what tier three was, anyway. But yeah, so it's two skills. It looks like it's like one awakening, one pre-awakening skill, and one succession skill are tier three. And then there's a small handful of tier one, and then a majority of the skills are tier two. So the differences between them is, for example, with monster AP, a tier three monster AP skill would be. Uh, monster AP plus 30, a tier 2 would be plus 20 or 25. I don't know how they decide that. So I saw some that are 25, but I'm not sure because, again, the translations. And then a tier 1 is only 10. Um, but they kind of like universally you like unified all of the add-ons. So every skill basically has the same exact options. The only difference is the numerical value based on how they tiered that skill. Whichever tier they're in. Right. So yeah. 
Um, there are some add-ons that were removed. Um, some that I believe should have been removed a long time ago. For example, the knockdown that goes through protection that Guardian had for a long time yeah. is no longer all a those, choice. All the random CC additions to skills that mm -hmm. just ignore protections, yeah. The freeze on Archer that went through protection is gone, and the stun on Bloody Calamity that we only really saw rise to prominence when Succession came out, since the Succession Bloody Calamity hits a lot more. Um, but those are all well, gone. I, yeah? I have, I have a question about this part. Did they remove the 15% down smash, 15% air smash from Flame Buster? So, kind of. Yes, they mm. removed it, but they added it. Uh, they added something else. They added there. it elsewhere. So, there is a down, there is still an add on that's a down smash chance and an air smash chance. Um, for Archer specifically, I have no idea which. Like, so every, every skill you can actually put that, but I don't know which one is the 15% one. Uh, or not. So if the tier th um, 3 version is actually 20% down smash and 20% air smash. Tier 2 is 15. So you should be because able to still get it on whatever skill you were talking about. The reason I'm asking is because Zerker's Flame Buster having that 15% down smash and 15% uh, air smash mm -hmm. is uh, part of what makes Q buff so strong. Right. Because not only are you getting knockdowns, you're getting uh, down smashes and air smashes as well. Right. That's so, part of why it's as strong as it is and it CCs as much as it does. Absolute worst case scenario, you'll have a 10% down smash and 10% air smash. Best case, it's been upgraded to 20%. But most likely it's 15% still, since that's tier two. Looking at these numbers that Mac put up on his page. Um, so yeah, they removed a bunch, but then they added some new ones. So um, they added an enemy PvP AP reduction add-on, which goes up to 15 on a tier three skill, five on a tier one. They added um, a minus enemy DP, which is new, which actually like, yes. it's kind of surprising. Yeah. That we didn't have that before. But now when you hit an enemy, and I don't think that's PvP only, but I'm not 100... Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's just PvE or PvP. So that's going to actually just buff our grind speed straight up because normally, as long as it works the same as other add-ons, it should stack with normal DP debuffs um, from skills. So if you have Tier 3... Um, so See, this is the thing... Uh, so someone in chat is saying wizard doesn't have any of the minus defense on its skills. That's not true. All classes have all of these add-ons. It's not different per class. Yeah, all of them have the, these. The tooltip is garbage. The tool, so you don't. Yes, the yeah. global labs tooltip is wrong. That's why you don't see it on there. But every single class has all of these add-ons. This is universal across the board. These are not individually unique to any classes. Um. So yeah. Anyway. So all. Minus enemy DP, there's no, now a minus percent evasion. Oh, he meant before. Yeah, yeah, no one had it before. <laughs> the DP is new. Uh, minus percent enemy evasion is new, up to 5%. Um, on tier 3, 3% on a tier 1. Minus, enemy, minus percent enemy accuracy is new, so if you are an evasion build, you can try to keep this uh, minus accuracy evasion, or minus accuracy debuff on them. Um, and then most of these are, are pretty much the same. Um, the other new ones are the attack damage modifiers. They've added plus percent air attack, back attack, down attack, and crit 
damage. Like just damage. Not chance, damage. So um, if you have a tier three skill, you can get up to 5%. Tier, uh, tier one is 2%. And then tier two is 3%. Which is actually like pretty huge. Like that's gonna add a ton of extra damage. Uh, and then the HP per hit is 15, 15 at the high end, MP is 30 at the high end, um, and then normal bleed and whatever, so on and so forth. So yeah, we're getting this on Wednesday, so we'll be able to actually see. Hopefully they fix the translations. Because <laughs> I went on Global Labs, this is now week two, where they've been updated and the, the translations are still all completely wrong on there. <laughs> yeah, the, so wait, did you mention that they, they did bring it to KR? Yeah, they brought it to KR last week. Yeah. And we're getting it when they announced that we're getting it on Wednesday. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, in the last in the last patch note they said in there that as a notice to everyone, all of your skill add-ons are going to be reset because of the redesign of the skill add-ons coming Wednesday's patch. That's good. Yeah. Um that makes sense anyways. <clears throat> but uh so um yeah, I mean, I think the only thing I'm pretty sure you mentioned this, but just if this is just me saying repeating what you already said, just let me know. But Blue um, checked the add-ons for me, and uh, when they went on KR, he said the the pain, bleed, and burn, and all those you you don't have options to all four of them anymore. It's just one. And I think it's, bleed, it's either the right? bleed or the burn. I think it's bleed, but it's a lot apparently. Yeah, it's like Did eighty. You see? It's 150 on tier three. What? Yeah. Holy shit. And then on tier, it was 80 tier, on I think on a tier one or two then. So it's 50 for tier one, 100 for tier two, and 150 for tier three. Bleed per x seconds every three seconds. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. nice. It's, that makes it like actually have some value. Yeah, it does for sure. Especially for classes like Suck Ninja, they can pop their e buff and get bleeds on everything. So it's a pretty good viable way to like deal with the <laughs> auto potting. It's a sick evasion shred. True. It's that true. League of Legends true damage, dude. <laughs> um, but uh, what was the other thing? Um, as far as, I think you mentioned everything else that was fine. Um, yeah, I mean, everything you said is uh, regarding yeah. the system so, is fine. Like the T1, T2, and T3 thing. Like some classes, like mine, for example, um, Mewa and Musa, we kind of got like. We have a lot of uh, add-ons that are actually more on the lines of what are considered tier threes for options, but it was like most of the skills had a random assortment of tier one, tier two, and tier three options available for each skill. Um, so now it's just like across the board, like this skill is only tier two status. This skill is only tier one status. Right. This skill is only tier three. That's how it is. So it's it's definitely... It's interesting because in some cases it's worse. Like most of the skills that we would typically set up for attack speed and AP, PvP AP, are going to be worse now. But then you have those additional um, attack options like either defensive options where you can get more DP and more evasion to yourself more consistently. Or you have the anti-DP and anti-evasion. You also have crit buffs air attack bonus, down attack bonus, back attack bonus, those kinds of things that you can set up and give yourself a buff for five seconds. Those will actually create more damage overall um, for both PvE and PvP, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, so it's like a, it's a good and bad in some cases. It really depends on your class and how your add-ons were. 
But I think overall, for majority of players in classes, it'll be a good thing, a positive change. Yeah. So worst case scenario, you're gonna lose the thirty percent crit yes, on skills as an example, on or ten percent attack you, speed. Yeah, on skills that you liked to have it yeah. on. So for example, yeah. if you're a Sork, the thirty percent crit add-on is no longer on absolute darkness, which is yeah. the SRMB skill that every Sork uses to buff up before a combo. It's instead yeah. on Bloody Calamity and Karshin's Nightmare, and I don't know the succession uh, version what it's on. It, I think it might be Dream of Doom, but I'm not 100% sure. And then, uh, but overall, like you'll still be able to get it in a different way, probably less efficient way. Worst, worst, <laughs> worst case scenario. Uh, if worst, you're wondering what that was, we just stopped them on third down. <laughs> worst case scenario, you're gonna have to live with a 20% uh, crit critical hit chance, but you're still gonna have more overall damage just because all the other add-ons are so much like yeah, fat. If if you can find a way, if there's a way to manipulate your skill add-on so that in a combo you can get down attack damage, crit damage, minus percent enemy minus evasion, DP. and minus DP, like overall that will far That's outweigh 10% crit. damage, yeah. Yeah, no, you can definitely do that because any of the buffs uh, that give you crit, back, down, or air attack related modifiers, those are for five seconds long, no matter which rank they are. It's just the value is different. It's either yeah. five, four, or 3% buff. Um, so they're all for five seconds. So if you, you know, have a starting skill, like you're starting hard CC, you set that up as your your buff up um, add on skill. That would be pr pretty fine. Or maybe maybe you're one of your hard hitting skills to have it. That would be fine too. Um, like I said, the attack speed is going to be a lot less across the board for most skills in most classes. So, for example, Mewa, the most attack speed we'll probably see um, is probably going to be around seven percent in most cases for tier twos. Tier 3s, we don't have a very good assortment of Tier 3s right now, according to the list. So, like, Retaliation, Nemesis Slash, and for Awakening, Petal Bloom. Petal Bloom's actually a good option for Tier 3 add-ons, but um, the other ones for main skills are useless, in my opinion, so you would never put add-ons on those. So mostly, like, classes like mine will be stuck towards Tier 2 options. Um... And probably probably have to use some tier one options in some unique circumstances, but so, it, it, it's it's a balancing of sorts on the system. And overall, I think it's actually going to be far better. Dude, like, I think it's gonna. I, I mean, I'm excited for a couple reasons. One, selfishly, Kuno got the you fucking got the dick add-ons. We got we got the big dick add-on. So one, we got the tier three they put on chain crash. So if you're an Awakening Kuno that grinds ever, I grind on Awakening sometimes because I hate myself. But if you yeah. grind on Awakening, you're gonna get Chain Crash is a spammable skill even off cooldown, and it kind of has no purpose. It doesn't really do enough damage to justify its use. But with the skill add-ons, giving it 30% crit and 30 monster AP actually makes it a usable skill at the start of your PVE combo. Yeah. So that's really nice. But also, I like the um. I like the fact that you're going to be able to, like, add-ons are not going to be cookie cutter kind of across the board. Like, everyone's going to be able to customize their add-ons to themselves, yeah. which is really, really cool. Like, everyone's going to want the same things overall, like the same buffs in their combo, but people are going to find a bunch of different ways to get to it, which I think is yeah. kind of cool. And, and to actually go on that same kind of uh, 
um, aspect to the customization. So with your your skill presets, this is where it gets interesting. That, for example, you can have maybe maybe you only like succession, right? And you have two different presets for your PvP set. Um, and one set is set up towards anti-DP or maybe more of a defensive setup. Um, and then the other one could be more like anti-evasion-based add-ons, um, as an example. So, I mean, you can actually do some weird customizations like that so that you're better equipped to fight X opponent. Um, there's just some, you know, interesting things you can do like that. So you don't have to, like, try to, like, fully stack every little, like, um, unique add-on into your, your combo, like, minus DR and minus evasion. Um, you can maybe, like, in some examples, some fights, maybe you mostly only need minus DP or minus evasion. You could just focus your add-ons a little bit more geared towards that. So that's an option as well. So with the presets, it makes it pretty nice. What's the most... Um, attack slash cast speed reduction that you can put on someone right now? I don't think reduction is even a part of it. Like, that's the English tooltip. That's the English tooltip issue. But no, no, when, you uh, actually, on, when you actually use them... No, wait, I mean, but, in, in our, on live, currently. I think 7%. 7%. Okay, so here on... No, I'm looking at the Korean one. The Korean, now they merged attack and cast speed into one add-on, so you, they're not separate, which on our current server, they're separate. Right? Like, you have to yeah. put either cast or attack speed. But the tier 3 one is 10%, which is kind of crazy. It's actually a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it makes sense because um, um, the... Like, all the attack speed bonuses, like, the buffs themselves like red moon is a tier three in live for attack speed so we can get um 10 increased attack speed there we can also get 10 or 15 ap which is also tier three version um and i think actually uh yeah cloud stab is an example of an add-on uh where you can do minus 10 attack speed or minus 10 cast speed to your opponent now that i think about it it's not it's not typical for my class to get those so the minus ones but yeah i guess uh i guess minus 10 minus 10 is definitely possible with current live ones what? it's just what they're not, Robo Labs they're not update was this add-ons thing on two weeks ago two two weeks two ago weeks yeah because this last well, patch kr got it so it was the week before that it was the friday before this wednesday yeah so two fridays ago i guess yeah um Dude, I, I'm hyped for it because we're getting it Wednesday and uh, it's going to buff my PvE. I mean, it's straight up going to buff everybody's PvE. Like, yeah. There's just no way around it. Like the, the 20 DP and the evasion debuff plus all the uh, special attack modifiers is just super fat for PvE. But yeah. I think for PvP, yeah. the other thing I'm kind of excited to see is if people if people's like some, combos change. Yeah, they could. And how it's, dramatically they change. I don't think it's going to have a huge impact, though, to be honest. But it could, it could incorporate some different skills to get better buffs. I could see it. Um, if, if the combo allows for it. Like, some classes, they might be pretty hard stuck on the way they combo because of just how it is. Mm. Um, but um, I think the other thing is, like, uh, some people might complain initially that they aren't able to get 30 monster AP on their skills now. In some cases, because most of the skills that were tier three are probably like tier twos now. 
So they'll only see like 25 monster AP. But you'll get a lot more overall PvE damage from the crit bonus that you can attach to any skill now. As well as back attack or down attack, depending on how what zone you're in. So you, you can custom build your add-ons for the specific zone too. Like depending on your class. Like at Star's End, the crystals you can use to knock down mobs. Well, if your kit is able to do a lot of back or down attack damage, then that probably would be the better option. You can do minus DP on them with crit as well as down attack modifiers plus 25 monster ap like that's huge that's a lot of extra damage so everyone's trash per hour is going to be like drastically changed due to these kinds of things i Um, wish i wish very much that when we got this that they went through every class and had a little subtext in the patch notes that says why they chose which skills for what tiers because i'm actually really curious on their thinking on it you know well yeah i mean i guess i could see that like they don't want necessarily like at least from my class's point of view i would think the thinking is they don't want the skills that we always use to be like the super powerful ones for for add-ons they want the skills that probably aren't being used all that much to be like if you can weave this in you can get a better bonus um but for the skills that we tend to use with like little risk at all, like stub arrow, that's a T one. People like you're so assuming. So you don't you don't really. <laughs> People like you're assuming they thought about it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm just. I'm hoping. I'm hoping there was some thought in it. All right, Reslar, how are you feeling about these PvP add-ons? Well, I'm trying to find. I can't find the fucking. Did Foundry not? Cover this? I'm trying to find it on Foundry they and I can't have. find no, I it anywhere. Yeah, I'll find it for you. I'll find it for you. Find it for me because I'm trying to grind trees and find this at the same time, and I think I'm annoying the shit out of my partner. Um, overall, I think it's a good change. I think it's good to normalize uh, add-ons personally because yeah. it, I always thought it was strange how some classes had really insane add-ons uh and then others didn't which can still be an issue obviously yeah um, i linked the uh, foundry page think... and just click uh where it says classes at the top and it'll now, jump okay. you straight down to the pvp add-on changes now are we concerned about rangers and down smash no they already down smash this infinitely what's the difference they can make it more consistent <laughs> Yeah, you know what, though? We're going to be down smashing them, too. No, we're not. True. No, we're not. Oh, so they didn't... Oh, man, that sucks. I wish they would have listed which skills all the things no, were. No, yeah, it's... they didn't. I'm very I, curious so, to see different so things. So I could show you an example what I did for... A spreadsheet. So my... My um, my legend is inaccurate, but this is what I did to keep track of my my class's skills. The legend's irrelevant; it's outdated. Because when I found out that the translations are wrong, then I I just didn't bother updating it. But um, the the, the skill simple. tiers are actually right, huh? This looks simple and easy to follow and fun to look at. I mean, it is easy to follow. No, it's not, dude. What's wrong with Mayoas, dude? That's why you're not getting any silver because you're spending that much time on a spreadsheet. How is this? How is this hard to follow? 
Is this, is this a Kuno Brain thing? Like, just too many things to look at. Look, it. It serves. If no I want to, if I'm gonna look at, yeah, sure it does. If okay. people want to track which ones are the T ones, T twos, and T threes, when they're trying to map out which add-ons they want to pick, you want to know what tier you're getting so I mean, you can maximize the add-on. But you'll know what tier when you're at the skill instructor. You'll see it. Yes, but you want to know if you can map out your combos across the board. See, I think, think about your combos. This isn't a Kuno brain thing in a negative. It's a it's a Mewa brain and thing this, that they need a spreadsheet. Keep to in help mind, I made this because we didn't have anything to to understand what skills were what with the current translations. They're garbage. So that's why I did it because no one knew which skills were going to be tier two, which ones were tier three, and which ones are tier one. You should make a spreadsheet on Maywas on how to use um, New Year's Eve. <laughs> Nash, when are you coming out with a new PvE guide? <laughs> yeah, dude. My god. Uh, <laughs> oh my. Uh, but yeah, I mean, overall, <laughs> I, I think this is a good change. Um, it'll be interesting to see... Like who ends up getting the short end of the stick, which is probably going to be Mooses, even if they don't. Oh, but, dude! Uh, the short no end of the idea. stick is going to be everyone that's not Guardian or Suck Wizard. Let's just be real. Every Musa was like, right when this happened, up. Oh, Pearl Abyss fucking hates Musa. See, they're doing everything they can to nerf us into the ground. This is a nerf for Musas, and now what are you going to say about it, Frosty? Now what? That's actually a sentence that I read about Musa. Like, now it's just too much evidence. This is another nerf to Musa's, these add-ons. What now, Frosty? What now? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. Maybe, uh, you're an idiot. How about that? Alright, moving on. We done with the add-ons? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Add-on-wise? I think that pretty much covered it. It's gonna be huge, dude. Big nerf to misses, yeah, but big buff to everybody else. I'm. I don't, it'll be. I don't, it'll be positive across the board, but it's definitely going to be cancer for the classes. Like, could you imagine like, uh, Guardian just does cleansing, then he smacks you with all that damage. But uh, to top it off, it's Dude. like minus DP, minus evasion. Think about this. Think about. Let's just. I don't know if cleansing is a tier three skill or not, but I'm just going to say in a hypothetical world, it's tier three. And oh, it probably is because you know. And they put they put the five percent air attack damage modifier on it with the oh. bond skill that floats. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. With, the, with the fucking with the fucking bond. Man. That's gonna be fun, dude. That's, That's gonna be gonna fun. Blow bitches up. People oh, like God. I already die in one hit to like uh who was that fucking guardian I ran into the other day from Vertex? He had so much fucking gear. He was like six eighty plus. Um. Ca uh, Croft or something like that. Dude had so much fucking gear. He literally was one-shotting me with cleanse. It was insane. Yeah. I already pooped on him, though. Huh? Did you win? No, not really. <laughs> I was able to kill him, but when he all he has to do is like literally turn his screen with cleansing and one-shot me, how can you really win that fight? Yeah. All right. I don't so have eye frames, Frosty. This is sort of the big thing. Um, but I did want to say one more thing. Yeah, what's up? I don't know for sure, 
But I can almost... I, I would almost be willing to put money on it that Flame Buster is going to be considered a Tier 3 skill, and you're actually going to see Q-Buff with 5% more down smashes and air smashes. Yeah. Get ready for it. I'm into it. Sounds lovely. I'm hype. Um, okay, so... We're going to get to these Global Lab notes. I relinked them for you guys. This is the Black Desert Foundry version of them. Great website. They translate super fast. Their mobile website could use some work, though. All right, so the class changes. All right, so we got some new Rebomb skills. And I don't know. How do you guys want to do this? Do you guys want to go over all of them? Do you want to talk about them just as a whole? What do you want to do? Because we can do both. I, uh, I'm down. I'm down to go over all of them because I think they're all, or at least like the ones that we understand uh, what they do. I watched a video yeah, yeah, and yeah, tested yeah. a lot of them. Um, I think we just do this. We go through them all, and then if it's a class that we know something about, then we can talk about it. And if it's a class we know nothing about, then we just say, "Hey, that's kind of neat," and then move on. Okay, sounds fair. Um, so with this patch, I do want to get out of the way first that they actually buffed. A bunch of normal Rebomb skills that already existed, um, which was kind of interesting. Um, they they buffed some of the Ranger ones. They buffed some of the Sork ones by reducing the cooldown, adding Super Armor to Crow Nightmare, um, removing the Bound. They buffed Abyssal Blow, does more damage. They removed the Forward Guard and gave it a knockdown. Um, yeah, I would say I would say changes because I'm sure someone out there feels like their class got nerfed their bomb got nerfed but right. they, they changed they changed things we're getting to that horror slam got got buffed jolt stab got buffed um actually the horror slam buff if tamers haven't tried it is actually kind of fat it's it's kind of a it's, it's a pretty significant buff because they added 400 or 300 percent more damage per hit and gave it 100 percent crit and they kind of changed the animation a little bit too um, anyway, the, so a bunch of buffs, but of course, when they got to Kuno, I was really hyped. I, I'm like reading through them, like, dude, they buffed a bunch of fucking, they buffed all these, they lowered cooldowns. <gasps> Kuno Rebomb's about to get shorter cooldowns, finally, and I, I get to the Kuno Rebomb, and all they did is nerf one of ours. The one that no one uses. So that's exciting. Um, anyway. So yeah, they changed, they changed a bunch of Rebomb skills. Some of them are a lot better. Uh, another one who got nerfed is, uh, Hashishin got nerfed really, really, really hard. So I don't know how good the Hashishin ones were in PvP because I, I just haven't really seen Hashishins that much. But they nerfed the PvP damage on three of them. One by 22%, another by 28%, and another by 25%. And they removed the down attack modifier on one of them. Or no, sorry, on two of them. And they removed the air attack modifier on another one. And they removed the crit chance on some of them and made them apply only in PvE. So the Rebombs got like really, really hard nerfed. Um, now maybe they were OP, I don't know, but they're probably not anymore. <laughs> now, that having been said, we got some new Rebombs and again, I was initially disappointed because the way they described it on Global Labs four or five weeks ago when they first announced it, is that they were gonna be awakening Rebombs. Yeah, they were was, supposed to be awakenings. Which was a lie, uh, or a mistranslation. I don't know which. But. Well, you might still get those because this is only level 
58 yeah, and 59. That, that right? is true. That we only have 56, 57, and 58 Rabams. We don't have 59, 60, and who knows if they follow that same track. Yeah, the, I, uh, I'd be willing to bet money that the level 60 Rabam and anything plus it, if they do more of them, are actually going to be the Awakening ones, I bet. Right. So this is just... Um, it's a third Rabam slot, so if you're actually on your character, you see you have two separate slots you can choose. There's now a third one on Global Labs, and you have to be level 58 to access it, and it does not have an associated keybind. So every one of these Rabams has to be hotbarred, which I kind of hate, but is what it is. On Global Labs, it actually says Shift-V, but yeah, it doesn't work. Wait, it says Shift-V? Yep. No, no, no. Which now, all of them just say quick slot available on Global Labs. Well, it says Shift V and the tooltip, but it is in Korean, so I can't really read it. But I like it looks the same as the area where they have the key inputs for all the other skills. So I assumed it was Shift V um, for actually utilizing it. I mean, I'd be down. Shift, uh, Shift, Shift V sounds horrible, hard. though. Yeah, Shift V does sound bad. Shift C, though, would be cool. Shift C wouldn't be the worst, but could you imagine an awakening if you accidentally hit C first, then you just do C swap, like a slow swap? Well, if That'd you're holding, if you're holding shift, would C swap you? No, I'm just saying, like if you accidentally, like some people just yeah, you I, know, quickly press I went through, like the first, the first key first, the other key first. <laughs> Hunter says shift C is a swap. That's only on your character. Every other class, shift C doesn't do anything. Dude, I, the um. I, I went through and checked. I mean, maybe maybe Maywa is the exception, but on the <clears throat> five or six classes I went on, none of them have Shift V as an option. All just says in the tooltip, quick slot available, and that's it. It has no other text whatsoever. I'll have to double check it. Maybe yeah. maybe I misread it anyway, or something. But uh, so the Warrior one, they have a uh, one of these abilities it looks decent the one with the float it it has like pretty high damage and an air attack modifier on it might be a good refloat seven second cooldown so it's like 1032 times seven with 50 percent crit five percent accuracy the other one looks pretty awful um and there's a new trend with these rebombs where they have neither protection nor a cc a lot of them yeah what the fuck is up with that shit i don't know it's kind of a new thing they're trying i guess but um, like, hey, mine, actually, mine actually mine actually has a CC attached to them. What's the fastest way to kill content? Oh, I know. Let's give them abilities that don't CC or are protected, so literally no one's gonna use them. Well, I mean, there's cases to be made for some. Like the ninja one we'll get to is really powerful and doesn't have a CC or protection. Or like bloody calamity, for example, in Awakening Sork doesn't have a CC and is not protected. But like, it's just weird that with the rebams that they added so many like that in this patch. Um. I don't know. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Ranger has well, two of them. Yeah. I, I was, I was going to link you something. Uh, here. I'm linking it. If you want to show this, maybe. This is the video of all the new Rebombs. Right. Welcome. So back. I don't want to, like, I don't know if we could just, like, record a video of, our, of a YouTube on our YouTube. I feel like it feels weird. You know? Maybe? I don't know. I was thinking about doing that, too, with Kimo's video, but I don't want to... It's whatever. This is for the radio audience, dude. Well, we'll we'll describe the skills. It's for the radio. Yeah, dude. We'll describe the skills. But so, uh, Ranger got two of them. One of them looks a lot like Descending Current. Has a forward guard while charging. Knockdown on the hit. Um, 
it actually can charge really fast or you can hold it, which is crazy. And then the other one is like, kind of reminds me of Archer uh, step back, like shoot, which is like, um, you know, I don't know. Uh, what, what's their what's their skill? The uh, the one that you guys are gonna get SA on the second part. Uh, root uproot. You know the second part of uproot. If you hold the button down, it kind of looks oh, like yeah. that on this ranger skill where it shoots back and it has a like you jump backwards and it has a knockdown. Um, Sork has two really cool ones. Uh, they're they're uh. One is Shadow Eruption and Dark Flame. The animation looks almost exactly like Dark Flame, um, except with Shadow Eruption's like visual skill effects. It's a forward guard, just a, just does damage. I think this is a huge. This one's really strong for Suck because I'm pretty sure you recover stamina in it. So there's that. Um, the second one is a float. Uh, just like a projectile float that's like kind of short range projectile float but uh, that needs to be tested it if the numbers are accurate it's actually more powerful than shadow ignition so we'll see uh, Zerker uh, Rez did you mess with the Zerker ones or see the Zerker ones uh, I saw them I didn't mess with them at all no I don't have global labs downloaded so I went on and I tested with the Zerker and uh, he was very upset so <laughs> yeah, they at first they looked like they might be okay, but after like experimenting with them, I think most circers have decided that they're trash. I thought that maybe the uh the completely unprotected on CC1, I think it is, might be good damage, but apparently it does no damage, and I thought that the other one might be good for like a pre-buff rotation if you can cancel out of it, but apparently you can't cancel out of it, so you have to do the full animation. So it is uh neither of them are useful. Yeah. I, I think the one the damage is actually okay on the unprotected one, but it's not good enough to justify being unprotected for that long. Like it that thing needs to be super armor. It's so weird that it doesn't yeah, have well, a CC. The either. other issue the issue you're gonna run into with trying to come up with a pure damage rebomb on Zerker is that you're gonna have to make it do more damage than FD. In fact, like, it's just... Unless it's going to be faster than FD, which it isn't, right? So it's like, if it takes so long to do, and it only does similar amount of damage to FD, then you're better off just using FD. FD, if you don't know, is the where the Zerker smashes their axes on the ground. You know, it's normally what you see Zerkers do whenever they grab you. They smash their axes on the ground. That's what FD is, Frenzy Destroyer. So it's like, that's your main damage ability. So if a skill is going to be similar damage to that, but then take longer, why would we use that when we can just FD is kind of the issue. Right. Um, okay. So what, what was this that, that you linked, Nashi? Uh, this was a screenshot from the YouTube video I did going over the rebans. So if you look at the top there, it says Korean gibberish and then V. So that's... That's not the key commit. That's the level of the skill that's required. The key oh, is the is the true, green text. Actually. I didn't yeah. think about that. The key yep. is where it shows the green text and it just says quick slot available. Nope, you got me. Yeah. Um so the let's see. Yeah, so I'm sorry, Rez, about the Rebams, dude, but you know, you always I have mean, it's fun. you always have that cool dash that stiffens that no one uses. That's fun. Well, yeah, no one no one uses it because it uh that's our spin. 
You gotta take the spin. Unless <laughs> you're yeah. gonna go unless you're gonna go change your bomb just for PvP, which I mean some people do, but not a lot. Most people are like, nah, I'm just gonna take my PvE spin, thanks. But that's what I was about to say is like our bombs that we have now are actually like good. You got your PvE spin and then you got your your heal, your fourth heal from the two rebombs that Zerker has currently. So like while it is a bit of a feels bad, it doesn't hurt that much. Just wait till we get to Archer. Yeah, I, I do think though that the I think there's a chance a lot of these get changed. It it feels like they release a lot yeah. of them weak on purpose so they can go up, Just so not they down. Can be, yeah. Yeah. It's at least my theory. Well, um, except for ninjas, but yeah. <laughs> well, I I don't know. I think ninjas are a little bit overstated. Uh, hair, but we'll get to. It. All right. So tamer, tamer has two. One where it's like a slash, and then they jump backwards. Uh, <coughs> eh. and then the other one, which is tied with the flash pull, is um kind of jumps you forward. It's a slash and then a punch forward. I don't know. I it'll probably probably be good in a combo and for PvP. Um, or PVE. Sorry. But I don't know how useful it is. It's not like super crazy useful. Just like more filler damage, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it has a knockdown on it, so I guess it could be a good recc. Except everyone runs knockdown resist, so probably not. Sure. Um, Musa. So Musa got one skill that I think it's this this one on the left. That's twenty second cooldown, which I believe is cyclone slash plus rising storm. Is it's yeah. it's really bad in PvP because it's just way too slow. Maybe it's a refloat and maybe the damage like on live servers will be proved to actually be decent. But it looks like it's not that good. But I do think it actually is gonna be good in PvE, but not not PvP. And then the other one just looks terrible to me. It's a uh, it's Cyclone Slash and Gale, but like slow and shitty. <laughs> Which I, I feel the same way about the Maywell ones. Uh, you tested them, so we're at Maywell. What are the two Maywell ones? So it's based off of decapitation. So you already know we we're we're not looking good. You guys, um, love, you love decap, dude. It's a cool name. Only in succession, but not the main the main skill tree. So the prime decapitation is actually good, but not the main skill. Um. So it's based off of decapitation, and the first one is then uh, a combination with Cyclone Slash. Mm -hmm. So this combo is actually okay at best, and I say that very cautiously because it's the only viable one out of the two. <laughs> um, basically what it does is it gives us a second Cyclone Slash. Um, but there's some weirdness with it like it's startup animations like really slow it's unprotected it does float just like normal cyclone slash so two ranged ish slow uh floating tools for zoning pressure um so it's not bad in that regard it's just it's startup animation is absolute garbage it's it's like a really big opening for someone to like a class like something like hashishine that can just teleport right on top of you it's like super exposed um and you can't cancel out of it, at least not currently. So hopefully they make adjustments to the animation. Um, the second one is Decapitation with Dragon Claw. And that's pretty garbage. Basically, it's like a worse version of the main skill Decapitation. It does a stun, but it's also unprotected. And it has a long animation, and it does no damage, basically. Like, it does, like... And I, I'd like to add the animation on either of these skills doesn't even look cool. 
No, it doesn't. They really it, it's don't. pretty awful. It's pretty awful looking. Are like, either of these that, you, useful? You can't, even be, you can't even be aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. That's really bad. That's a sad thing. Are either of these useful in PvE? I did not test that, to be fair. I mean, just looking at the numbers, do you think either will be? or, or... No. Like, the second one's numbers seem decent and has 100% crit. It does. It does seem decent, but I, I can't imagine using it. Like, when I... I mean, all right. So here, here, I'll go along with your meme. You really think I'm gonna stop New Year's Eve spamming just so I can do the skill, <laughs> Frosty? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Maybe not. And then from Succession's point of view, I would rather just focus completely on getting Red Blade. Yeah. These don't give me HP back. They don't do a massive amount of damage, from what I can tell. Um, mind you, like I said, I haven't actually tested them in PVE yet, but the numbers don't reflect that they would. Um, and it's just they don't they don't fit in or weave in well with uh, um, the typical combos used to PVE or PvP. The, you can't cancel them um, at all at any point in time because they're hotbar skills. You can't accelerate them, um, right. which is pretty typical. Whenever you do hotbar skills, they usually don't chain well with other skills. If you do the key inputs, they do tend to chain well depending on design but these don't have chaining options so like everything about the skills is just not good but yeah that's my take right um the cyclone would be the one i chose though if any it would be the cyclone one so valkyrie oh you know by the way these were bombs make me kind of wish that there was a seventh uh, skill add-on thing that you can put one on a Rabom skill. That'd be kind of nice. Well, like, you know how there's three pre-awakened skill add-ons and three awakening add-ons? It'd be kind of cool if there was, like, a seventh slot that you can put only on a Rabom skill. Specifically to one particular Rabom? Yeah, you could just pick a Rabom and put skill add-ons in there. Be I can see cool. that. Uh, maybe that'd make some of these absolutely useless skills usable. Um, Valkyrie Don't got some breath, fucking weird ones, dude. <laughs> So one, I, I do want to talk real quick about their, their, their one that changed, Divine Descent, which nobody uses. It's like 120 second cooldown. It now has, it's a 60 second cooldown. They improved the speed a little bit. They removed the melee DP debuff that was on successful hits and removed the stun that applied to monsters only. And now it's just a special attack damage, um, 5% to yourself and allies buff. It's kind of interesting, I guess. I don't know. Probably no one will use it, but it's there. All right, so the actual, uh, the new level 58 Rebombs, um, Judgment of Light and Divine Power is a, it's, it's like two hits. It starts off looking like Judgment of Light and then it's Celestial Spear. It's like really lazy animation, but it's like a baby version of Judgment of Light and then Celestial Spear. Might be okay damage. It, it has a lot of hits, but we'll see. Um, it does have 50% accuracy, though, which is kind of huge. So for evasion that targets... That is pretty huge. Yeah, will be a, could be a good, like, um, closer. Also has down smash. Also has down smash on last good hit. Um, the other one, I cannot figure out for the life of me what is happening with this other skill. It is so horrendously bad. So the number seems kind of cool. It's 1034 times eight with 100% crit and 12.5% accuracy. But to describe the animation, imagine 
Wizard and Witch Healing Lighthouse, you know the one that heals three times, three ticks? Yeah. It's all three of those and then like a Judgment of Light hit at the end. But during those three waves that looks like it's healing, nothing is actually happening. There's no heals, there's what? no damage during that part, and it's not protected. So it's just this what? wind up so to it's do just like, one hit It's a end. beacon, hit me here. <laughs> yeah, it's like a beacon, like hit me, and winds up and does one hit at the end. And I, I don't even think the hit is worth the time it takes to do it. So I, I'm not sure what that uh, that one is. It's kind of throws me off. I mean, I, I, it's weird. This is one of those things where I hope it's a quick implementation so that they can get it in there to be looked at and criticized so that they can do adjustments. Yeah. And they did say they're looking for feedback. So the the other thing is um this other one with the fifty percent accuracy, it's really slow, but man, as a closer, could be kind of nutty. Yeah. Like it it really can, because it's like it's six fifteen times one with eight hits. So if every part of the skill hits, that's uh six fifteen times eight. And then the last hit damage is nine seventy times eight and and the whole skill is 50% crit and 50% accuracy with a down smash. But it is a really long windup, but it's still like, that's a lot of damage. So. I mean, Valkyries are weird like that, where like, they tend to have all big windup skills when they're awakening kit, you know? Yeah. But they hit so hard, holy fuck. The skill animation on that one looks like, that's the thing that sucks is the one that doesn't do anything, the skill animation actually looks cool. The one that is good, the skill animation looks really lazy. Um, okay, Kuno. So this one, this just kind of breaks my heart because it's the same. <laughs> it's uh, here's the thing: is one of them is actually pretty good, and the other one is really terrible. So we got one that is a, uh, it's called Target Bondage. It's it's Shackles. Shackles is the base skill. Oh, your Kunos are into that kinky shit, huh? Yeah, Shackles and Target Chase. So what it does, you you use it, and it it scoots you backwards, and it's super armor. It applies a movement speed debuff, just like Shackles does, you know, the grass. It does a yeah. tiny bit of damage, and it, it puts you in target chase, so now you can run. Um, so it's a disengaged super armor that doesn't do much damage, that has a move speed debuff, that puts you in target chase so you can run, and it has a 45 second cooldown. Uh-huh. Uh, so that, no one will ever use that. I know some people think they're going to use that, they're not going to use that. The other one is um, hit damage 694 times three, and then uh, it, it basically is like an AOE CC, it's a bound with 100% crit. The first part doesn't do that much damage. The second part, which is, looks like ankle cutter, does kind of a lot of damage um, and has down attack modifier. It's, it's basically a slightly harder hitting version of heart snatch that doesn't move you backwards, instead can jut you forward if there's no one there. And that one actually is pretty good. The problem is for some reason it has a 30 second cooldown again. So now we have three Rebomb skills, all with 30 second cooldowns minimum or 45 seconds if we want to actually torture ourselves. Yeah, the Maywa's ones are all 20 and 22 seconds. All I'm asking is please make the cooldown on this like 17 seconds or 20 seconds like at the most. And uh, it'll help our PV kind of a lot. Uh, Ninja. Mm, okay, so Ninja got two. Um, they buffed Ninjutsu Decapitation. I was testing it on Global Labs. I cannot see the damage. The damage numbers don't make any sense because they got buffed so much. Like, the numbers don't make any sense for how much damage that skill actually does. It does no damage. Yeah, well, I mean, so high. it's just 0% PvP damage reduction. Yeah, 0%. Probably. 
It's weird because that's the one you can choose that instead of shackles and you'd think like, well, if the damage is comparable, maybe some people would use it, but it's like the damage numbers are higher than shackles, but it does less damage for some reason by a lot. Um, anyway, so the other two, they have a ghost greeting and crescent slash, which the animation looks almost exactly like shadow stomp. It has forward guard and then it has like a crescent slash animation at the end. Um, it's floating on good hits in PVE only. So it doesn't really do damage. It's basically a forward guard engage. The problem is, um, while it looks kind of good on paper and the animation is cool because it's fast, uh, it's it locks you in the end of the animation and you can't get out until the full animation is done. So it's not a very, it's not like a good engagement skill. And you also can't use smoke screen after it for some reason. It's kind of weird because if you could use smoke, then it'd be it'd be kind of sick. Because it'd be like a forward guard engage where you just go to smoke right away. Um, the other one is just a pure no CC, no protection damage dealing ability. That does 650 times 4 on the first hit. 875 times 4 on the second hit. 1035 times 6 on the third hit. Has 75% crit and 25% accuracy. And does down has down attack. 20 second cooldown. This skill hits like a truck. This skill hits really, really hard. It feels comparable to Serpent Ascension's damage when you actually get the air, the the float on Serpent. Um, yeah, I had a ninja test on me, and it was pretty insane. Plus, it has really high accuracy, so it kind of shreds through evasion. Twenty five percent accuracy is base evasion, I, I, or is a base hit rate was kind of huge, but it's like it is really powerful. The thing is, why I'm super mad that this skill exists because this is literally. Now, not for PvP, but for PvE, this skill is like literally all I wanted on Kuno for PvE. And I couldn't get it for some reason. Um, but class, man. it is going to hit super hard. I don't know how many ninjas are really going to use it except for in 1v1. Because you, you cannot use the skill in Node War. It, like literally you can't. The animation is very long. It's longer than Serpent Ascension animation. It's like, it's kind of like using um, like... I guess the animation length of going murderous intent and the full seamless animation. If you want to get gotcha. all three hits. So it's, I don't know. It'll be good against evasion targets in a 1v1 and, and that's kind of it. If a target's isolated. Otherwise, most normal combos, I don't think it will use it. Um, in PvE though, it's going to fucking be awesome. So their PvE got better. That's nice. It'll be good for when I tag a ninja, you know? Uh, <laughs> Witch and Wizard. So Witch Wizard got their healing percents removed. It's flat now, right? It's flat now. Um, so instead of recovering for themselves 30%, this is Sage's Light, instead of recovering for themselves 30% of their maximum health, they instead recover 1,500. And instead of recovering 20% of maximum health of allies, it recovers uh, 1,000 HP of nearby allies. And then the Healing Lighthouse recovers, depending on their level, 1,000 per tick instead of 20% per tick. And for themselves, again, 1,500. So... Uh, if you are sub 5,000 HP, this is a slight buff. If you are over 5,000 HP, it is a slight nerf. So basically, most characters in Node War, if you have like pretty high-end gear, are over 5,000. I'm over 5,000. Strikers, Mystics, Guardians, um, Zerkers, a, a bunch of classes are pretty well over 5,000. But it's not much of a nerf. It's like very, very minor. Um, I I think the healing should be reduced even more personally, but then, you know, it's just me. Maybe yeah. I'm crazy. Like, 
I don't know. With their ability to like reset fights and whatnot now with teleport and then engage with teleport at such a low cooldown. I don't understand why they have the ability to just full heal while the other classes don't. Yeah. Speak for yourself, peasant. Well, yeah. you don't you don't have the ability to just jump in, jump out, and full heal like to the ease that they do. Like you're you're melee based. And you don't necessarily just do a whole bunch of constant AOE, massive amounts of damage around you. Like you do, you do some decent damage here and there, but it's like not massive amounts of damage. I brought. I thought about something interesting the other day. So you know how HP is capped on T1 Node Wars. Yeah. So at the yeah. start of the Node War, you're capped to five thousand, and then it goes down to twenty five hundred. Because, yeah. I don't know, I, I still can't figure out why they made that change, TBH. But, uh, essentially, what I was thinking was, like, you know, whenever it caps your HP at the start of the war, your max HP is still, uh, it, it goes down to 5,000, right? So if I'm playing on my Zerker and I have, like, 7,000 HP, my maximum HP goes down to 5,000. But whenever it starts cutting down your HP by 500 every time, your max HP actually still stays at 5,000. It just works essentially like an injury. So even if you're at 2,500 HP, it basically just looks like you're fucking half health. You got a your max HP, basically. Your max HP is still 5,000. And I was sitting there thinking, I wonder if the heal, if the heal as it is right now on live server, still set like thinks that that's your max HP, or if it goes off of that 2,500. And I'd be willing to bet it actually goes off of the 5,000 instead of the 2,500 because of how this game's spaghetti code goes. Yeah. You're probably, you're probably exactly right, to be honest. Which would actually explain, because like if you ever get late in a T1 Nodor, like one bump from a witch's or a wizard's like pulse heal is like full heal everybody, basically. Yeah. Um, randomly, I don't even know what it's from, but there's a redeem code if people want. I don't even know what it gives you, but it's BDOGLSG. Type in in chat. So it gives you a Shangatu box, I think, and some other bullshit. Some like sharps or hards or some shit. Wait, what is it? Put it in chat. Uh, re uh redemption code. Like, go to the go to redeem code and type in uh, BDOGLSG. I'll type in here so you can share it in your chat. Oops. Video. Wait, I forgot the letters now. Oh yeah, GLSG. GLSG. Uh, yeah. So make sure you go redeem that code. Get your free Shikatu box, dude. Uh, do, 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 do. send that to myself. You know. I could also open my the Global Siege team. What the fuck is that? Oh yeah, you get kind of a kind of a lot of stuff. Yeah, you get like five different things. Uh, wizard and witch. So that was their uh, Rabom nerf, in air quotes, <laughs> kind of a nerf. Um, but they got a couple Rabom skills. Now, the the wizard one is they got a projectile that shoots lightning. This is multiple magic arrows and residual lightning is the combo. It does 1368 times three max five hits. So read that if the whole thing hits you, 1368 
times 15. With 100% crit, 1% accuracy, max targets 10. The AoE size on it is pretty fucking huge. I actually think this skill is, is going to be really good in PvE. I have a feeling the PvP damage is reduced enough that it's not going to do shit. Also, it just inherently has a slow on it. I don't know why. They like doing that to lightning skills, but it just... If you were electrocuted, you get slowed. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, that one, I, I actually think that version is good on, on Wizard and PvE, but um, the Witch version is pretty ass. But anyway, so the the other skill they got is multiple magic arrows and mana absorption. Um, it's slow. The damage doesn't seem good. I, I don't know if it recovers mana and it's just not in the tooltip, but it doesn't say that it does. And it's a knockback. It, it looks really bad. The animation actually looks kind of cool. It puts this blue orb in front of you and then you shoot like a laser, but it's like, it doesn't, I don't know, it's weird. And it's like kind of melee too. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so there's, there's, there's that, you know? That's something. And then the witch one, kind of the same thing. Their animations are the same. It's a projectile, just as significantly less damage than the wizard version. Um, also has less crit. And then they also have the mana absorption thing that's identical to the wizard one. Uh, Dark Knight. Uh, Dark Knight got a couple skills. One of them doesn't seem very good. Maybe it's good in PvE, which is Slanted Balance and Camouflage. Does a little bit of damage, has some accuracy, has forward guard before the attack. No protection on the actual attack, has knockdown on good first hit. 10% uh, accuracy. And then the other version is basically an Airstrike clone. It's exactly like Airstrike, and you can cancel out of it. It's invincible while moving, floating on good hits. You can cancel out of it just like you can in succession with an iframe. Even on Awakening, you can. However, the cooldown is 35 seconds, so it's not as spammable as the normal airstrike. So, yeah, it's pretty decent. That, that one's kind of good. 35 seconds seems long. On Suck, if it's shorter, it seems crazy. But on Awakening, 35 seconds seems like super long. I don't know. Um... So, we'll see. Uh, Striker. Striker got a buff to Iron Fist Fury. So did uh, Mystic. And uh, it's still trash. So don't use it. <laughs> and their two rebombs are bombing. Which visually is really lame. Again, PVE, maybe it hits hard. Suck Striker does so much damage. Probably not Doesn't even going to find room for it. Yeah, it's like... It's like redundant. It's like even if it's good, it like doesn't really have a place because it doesn't replace anything that's bad since, you know, they don't have anything bad. And then the other one is looks just like there. So it's just a punch. This one is just a punch. This first one, it does do good damage. Um, sorry, there's like work going on outside, so it's kind of loud in my background. I apologize. But this one does do good damage, but it's like lame looking the animation is like a punch and then you move backwards punch it, it's su it's super lame low effort animation uh the other one is basically like wolf's fang it shoots out a uh laser beam that hits three times that does very little damage and has a stun the animation's kind of too slow for it to actually be viable so that one's also not great maybe if they sped up the animation so you could throw it out quick it, it'd be kind of cool but as it is now it's not good uh, has a stun on good one hit. Uh, Mystic. 
Uh, Mystic got Unbridled Wrath Change, which is their other shift X that no one uses currently because uh, it basically expands the AoE of Rage Hammer. Looks just like Rage Hammer, but it had a bigger AoE size. Uh, what they did is they removed the bound effect. It's it's an unprotected skill that had a bound. Now it no longer has bound. It's still unprotected, but they buffed the damage a lot. They added 200% damage per hit and added three more hits, and it actually hits a lot harder in PvP and PvE. So that's kind of a nice change. Um, and then their their rebombs, their new rebombs are very weird. Um, it's basically a dash that does soul basher at the end of it. So you jump forward and do Soul Basher, and it's just damage. It's just pure damage. It's probably decent in PvE. Maybe you could squeeze it in a PvP combo, but it's kind of a long animation, and it has no CC and no protection. It's another one of those skills. And then the other one is Crouching Wolf. It looks like you use Crouching Wolf like four times in a row. It actually looks identical to the Striker Succession um, charging up their shards animation. Um, but it does no damage and has super armor. So it's also kind of weird. Most people probably take the kick one, but it's just kind of a weird skill. Um, it does do good damage, but it's, you know, it's weird. It's a buff to Awakening Mystic and nothing to suck Mystic, put it that way. Uh, they kind of buffed a bunch of the lawn basic rebombs, um, just adding more damage. One of the Eyes of Blood which used to be a bound, is now a knockdown on good hits. They changed the cooldown from 8 seconds to 10 and buffed the damage a little bit. Um, so that might be good. We'll see how that works. I don't know. Symbidium Trail, they made super armor for the entire thing. And then their new rebombs, one of them, it's, it's Blade of Blood and Soul Ascent. If you don't know what Soul Ascent is, that's because everyone locks it. Um, Blade of Blood and Soul Ascent, it's, uh, it's like a dash and then a jump forward stab. And the first one, it's a stiffness and a knockdown. I, the damage looks okay. Um, maybe. It dep I think the AoE size on this one is pretty decent. Can't remember. No, on the other one it is. This one, the AoE size is really small. So that's the thing. It's like single target damage. Uh, the other skill is like a lot less damage, but it has a DP debuff, minus 20, which is kind of nice. It has a pretty big AoE and super armor all using the skill. And then Archer. All right, Rez, you want to talk about the Archer ones? Oh, they also sure. kind of buffed all the Archer Rebombs damage a little bit. The, yeah. The existing Rebombs. All right, so oh, Archer Rebombs. Bell warning, by the way. Archer Rebombs. Uh, they're dog shit. There you go. We're good. Move forward. <laughs> See, I, I kind of like one of them. The 24-second no, cooldown they're, one. They're all too slow. That's the they're literally incapable of creating an archer bomb that doesn't have a three second animation, and I don't know why. Every single one of them is so incredibly slow. You can get off so many other abilities in the time frame that it would take to get a single rebomb off, and I don't understand why they are incapable of coming up with a faster rebomb. It's so strange. Um, they put back the knockdown, I think it was, on one of our older rebombs that it used to have. Yeah. That I know some archers liked, so you'll probably see some archers using that one again. Deadly explosion. I personally still, I still personally feel like it's just too slow, and I don't know where I would want to use it. These newer bombs, one of them is not protected and not CC, so useless, and it's still a three-second animation. The other one is also a three-second animation, but at least this one has a CC, but it's a knockback, which is a fucking joke, so... 
yeah, yeah that's, dog shit. that's the buckshot one the one with the knockback is like shoots the crossbow splash damage like two times i think the other yeah, one that doesn't have a cc really i think the one that doesn't have a cc i'd be curious how it does in pve specifically yeah i mean it might be a good pve skill onus but yeah. i just don't understand why every archer or bomb has to have a two to three second cast time or slash animation it's so strange to me yeah um, Cinny's really excited Overall, about the knockback coming back on Deadly Explosion. He said he used it religiously, and he felt like Christ in No Doors and Siege. Overall, you're probably not gonna see that many archers using it in PvP. You'll see probably a couple archers using them here or there, based on if they like the skill or not. Maybe they use it in PvE. Like Frosty said, maybe some of it's good in PvE. I don't know. Uh, if you want more information on this, I, I recommend consulting General Moores, the God King himself. It does give 30 MP back. Oh, joy. <laughs> hey, man, Kunos would love to have that in their succession kit. All right. It's so, it's so weird. It's so weird. Because, like, Zerker has two good rebombs right now. So, like, the fact that we got, like, kind of shafted a shafted. little bit with these newer bombs is, like, not that big of a deal. Like, it doesn't hurt that bad. But, like, man, archer bombs are already so bad. And I know some archers out there like the buffs, but most archers aren't going to give a shit about that. And you still get just the most dog shit bombs. It's, like, it's so strange. Which is... It, it, I should state, by the way, I don't even think Archer really needs, like, really good rebombs. It would be nice, but Archer is in such a good place at the moment that, I don't know, it's kind of like whatever. Yeah. Like, as an Archer, unless I'm just severely outgeared, the only two classes that I struggle to kill are Shocker, Guardian, and Suck Wizard. Those are the only two classes that I really struggle against. Every other class is fine. I can kill most people unless they just outgear the shit out of me. Or... They're just downright better than me. The shy ones are kind of interesting. All right, so they one of them is <laughs> I hate these names so much. One of them is <laughs> Sprinkle Sparkle and Get Well, um, which has been changed <laughs> to Be Careful, and that one is if it's in order here, um, is a it has sixteen percent accuracy, which. I guess you can miss uh, super armor while using, and it heals up to ten targets by a thousand HP. It's like a fat AOE that'll. Um, oh yeah, I don't know. It says recover a thousand HP when hitting enemy player. Does it not heal allies? I thought it heals allies as well. I I don't I don't know, but it, it seems like an AOE heal. Maybe it only heals yourself. I don't know, but I, I thought it healed allies too because it's kind of a big AOE. Anyway, the um the other one is interesting because. At least according to this translation, <laughs> it's uh, accuracy 16%, max 10 targets hit. Both these skills, by the way, have super armor. Move speed debuff minus 20% for 10 seconds, and it reveals nearby enemy player names, uh, by which it's it takes you out of concealment and reveals your name. So that's kind of interesting. It's a 15 second cooldown. I don't know if that also reveals your name if you're in a ghillie suit. That would be kind of weird, but maybe it does. That'd be kind of fun. Save money on flyers, dude. Yeah. Uh, by the way, yesterday I had, I had a wizard come up to me and ask how long, and I said, like, 30 minutes or something before I was done. He says, okay, he left. He came back about five minutes later and flared me and then left again and never came back. Weird. 
Isn't that weird? I don't know. I thought it was weird. Uh, Guardian. I thought he was. I thought he was gonna come back with a Gillion, like trying to disguise himself, like he put on like a shitty mustache glasses combo, <laughs> and was like gonna flag on you or some hey, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a different player. Yeah, how long exactly. You're, you're done. I have had that. Ha I've had that happen where they're like, "How long?" and I'm like, "I don't know, 30 minutes." Like, okay, cool. And then they leave and they come back in a ghillie suit and they flag, and I'm like, "Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay." Um. Okay, so Let's see what's going on here. Guardian, uh, two of their skills got the magic DP buff for their add-ons, like two of their existing ones, and then their uh, Amua circle. Their Amua circle got nerfed. They removed. <laughs> this is what's so funny. So they removed the HP recovery on it. They removed the all DP plus twenty for ten second effect on it, and they didn't add anything back. They just removed that stuff. It's kind of interesting. So that Rabom that already... Yeah, I mean, the Rabom was good. I know Guardians complained, but it still was a... If you run away or you have a second, you can heal yourself 400 HP, which is always nice. And now that's gone. So you took it for <laughs> granted, and now it gets taken away because you guys complain too much. Uh, here are their newer bombs. Uh, one of them is probably useless. Unprotected. Run, dash, jump. Has a bound. It's like an engage skill that does eh, damage. Has crit. Some accuracy. Uh, and it also has a DP debuff. So maybe in PvE, uh, engage skill without protection or CC. Well, it has a bound. It has a bound. Oh, it has a bound. Yeah, this okay. one has a bound. And then their second one is an engage skill that does a little bit more damage. Uh, has accuracy, gives you all DP plus twenty, and has super armor on the attack. So it's a super armor engage, um, with no like other mod. It doesn't have any special attack modifiers. But yeah. So crit, critical hit rate 50%, accuracy 4%, does some damage, super armor engaged. Kind of nice. I always hear Guardians tell me that they don't have any engages. They have to save their iframe so they don't have any engages. Or if they use the iframe as an engage, they don't have a disengage. So now they have now they have an engage so they can save their iframe for they a disengage. They're literally fully protected if they want to be. Hey, what they the like, fuck are they talking about? They're they don't uncomfortable, okay? They feel naked. Jesus Christ. All right, so Hashishin, like we talked about earlier, they got their existing bombs nerfed across the board. Um, their two newer bombs are actually fucking cool as shit. They got two of the like most well-designed bombs, in my opinion, like visually. So one of them is a double dash that zigzags you. The first one goes kind of left to where your camera is looking. So if you're looking straight, it goes at about a 45 degree angle left for one dash. And that part is super armor. And then it goes directly with your camera for the second dash. Um, and the second part is unprotected, but has a stiffness. So it's actually like a really quick engage that happens, like, would be kind of hard to avoid. I guess something akin to like ankle cutter. Um, there, it requires 400 stamina. <laughs> this is true, 16 second cooldown, but it's, it's pretty sick. And then the other one is uh, 27 second cooldown and you're in iframe for about a second and a half while you're a smoke bomb. And then you like it moves you forward like your smoke in the air, and then you come out. You're unprotected on on the exit, but you come out and do like a slash hit. It's pretty cool. I like that one a lot. I like them both actually. I think the these two are like some of the most creative rebombs that we got of all the new ones. So and then uh, that that's it. That's all the classes. That's all the There's class for bombs. One thing for the male ones because you're. 
Originally, you weren't really talking about any of that got buffed, but I guess some of the earlier classes didn't really get buffed on some of the originals. Some of the May 1 ones got buffed a little bit. Yeah. Crimson Gust is actually semi viable to use now. Yeah, they got um, a Fatal buff, dude. 300% yeah, three, damage. 300% per hit, and it actually feels pretty good now. Um, it's it not amazing, in- like how when it first was introduced. I don't know if you remember, Frosty, when it was first introduced. It like one shot a fucking Valkyrie and full DR gear oh, way back in the day. I remember that, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as powerful as that for sure, but it's definitely pretty strong now. It does as much damage as a little bit less than um like what blooming would do, but it, it doesn't have accuracy on it, so it's only if the target isn't evasion based. Um and then uh the blooming stride, which is the level fifty seven pick. That one it doesn't have the, the distance, but it, what it does is they gave it a negative 50 movement slow as a forward guard. So, pretty nice option. Alternative to backstep slash. You can pretty much maintain the slows at all times now if you felt like it. Um, with guess, the risk factor being it's a frontal guard. but I guess if we're talking about our classes or BAM nerfs. Um, Assassin's Trail on Kunoichi. <laughs> nerfs. Which is a 30 second cooldown forward guard Starts off at forward guard, and then you go into iframe. It's like a backflip. That's a slow backflip that moves you pretty far. I would say about as far as Shadow Stomp backwards was an iframe. And then, uh, yeah, 30 second cooldown. So they increased the speed of the skill by a lot and reduced the distance. So now you're protected for a lot shorter amount of time and you, you move not as far. Now, only a few people actually use this skill, but it, it is super weird that it got nerfed just because I, I never see anyone ever complain about that skill. But maybe maybe people were getting tired of it. I, I don't know. Very strange. <laughs> Those devs, man, they don't like that skill. I am excited for the Kuno Rebond, the 30 second one, because I do think it'll help in PvE. I wish so much the cooldown gets reduced. And I still hope that they reduce the cooldown on Heart Snatch. I still have a. There's a glimmer of hope that maybe it's not over yet and they'll actually reduce. If both of these, if this skill and Heart Snatch were like 20 second cooldowns would be so fucking nice for PvE. Yeah, I I, I hope that they continue to do adjustments to these because as they stand, I think across the board for most classes, they're pretty garbage. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So if you remember when Rebombs came out originally, they were like, insane remember oh, people God, are like dying yeah. all of them and i think that they're trying to take the opposite approach make them weak and then like buff them up is is well, my they're, guess yeah they're, they're trying to make them like utility skills kind of sort of depending on the class from my understanding of it which i think is fine dead zerker one needs super armor dude which one the one that just does damage and like you're standing there it's so weird that it doesn't have protection yeah, I feel like all of the Rebombs should have at least CC or Protection. The fact that a bunch of them don't have either is kind of weird to me, especially since I feel like, on average, most of the class's Rebombs are really long. Yeah. Compared to, like, normal skills, you know what I mean? I yeah. feel like, they're on average, they're longer than normal skills. True. Uh, I do have, I do want to go off the list here a little bit, off the beaten path, because I okay. just remembered two things that I kind of want to talk about with you guys. Okay. First off is the Afuaru's treasure chest. Have you guys been getting those? 
No. No. The grave robber or whatever. I, haven't I don't seen think him we had the new one yet. No, we do. I oh, think you, we do. We do. I haven't oh, really? seen yeah, him. we do. I don't know where he spawns. I'm not in spots where he spawns. I don't think. I think he spawns fucking damn near everywhere nowadays. Doesn't spawn in Stars End at least. At least not that I've seen. Yeah, I don't think he spawns in Stars End or Sucrean. Those are the only place I've really been. Well, uh, Choice got a uh, Kudum box from him the other day. I saw someone link a screenshot of that. That's, so, not, that's uh, nothing left, though. Or that's nothing uh, like out of the ordinary. He he used to drop Nova boxes and stuff prior to that, too. Yeah, so some struggle never people. Um, so that's a cool addition to the game. Yeah. Uh, but the other thing I want to talk about that requires a bit more discussion is I had a really interesting uh, talk with a bunch of people in the Discord, uh, Akaris and... Uh, damn, I can't remember who else was there. There's like four of us, maybe. Um, but basically we talked about the conversation started off with us talking about slows and I think it was a uh, forgive me if I'm incorrect, but someone, I think a said that they wish that slows were removed, um, from the game entirely, which I don't agree with, but I know we've talked about this on the show before, but I do think slow stacking needs to slow be Slow stacking beyond 50% should be removed. Slow yeah. stacking is the worst shit ever. And I think it needs to be gone. But that's not necessarily what I want to talk about, because we have talked about that before. What I would like to talk about, however, is we then started talking about um, the CC system in general and bringing up things like freezes, uh, stiffens, knockbacks, and things like that, and about how possibly changing the values to certain CCs could actually make other CCs uh, like more viable and things like that, and just in general make the PvP more healthy. So, for instance, one of the things we talked about was the fact that uh, down smashes don't count towards anything on the CC limit, mm -hmm. which is strange considering it's just a knockdown. It's just a knockdown that requires you to be on the ground, but it doesn't count towards the CC limit at all. Another thing we talked about was like freezes because of Karis or somebody else, I forget, said that freezes should count as a 1.0, like on the CC chart. They don't? And no, apparently they don't count as anything. No, they do. That's they insane. count as one. They literally count as one. They 100% count as one. But uh, whoever was saying that was saying that you could be frozen past the CC limit, which would imply that you can't... Well, because of how long count. you're frozen for. Yep. It's like a KD length in terms of CC duration. Yeah, freeze count. Here's the, the problem with freeze is that it freezes you, and then at the end of the freeze, you're bound. It drops you. And it's not counting that as two CCs. It's counting that as one. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's what his argument was. Right. I don't remember exactly that, but I mean, what do you guys think about like look, taking a look at CCs and then reevaluating the number that they they should be given on like the CC counter? Because like one of the things I was talking about was like like knockback is like really useless, but if they gave knockback like a very minuscule counter on the CC chart, maybe it would be useful at that point. Like if they gave it like I don't know fucking like point two five or some shit, like some really small amount. That would allow you to get more knockbacks in, you know, and like, I don't know, we were just talking about things like that, taking a look at the, the, the CC counter system and stuff like that. What do you guys think about like that kind of stuff? Do you guys think there um, should be changes? Should there not be changes? So I think just... some mild adjustments to certain things like down smashes and whatnot. I'm going to start out being just super negative and I, I apologize, but uh, until resists get fixed, none of it even fucking matters, dude. It, the resist system is so atrociously bad right now that 
there are classes like if you're a sork sorks like rely so much on knockdowns like 80s and bounds that they literally are just completely countered by your crystal setup and i always get the argument from people and we we talked about this uh with anfield when he was on that like well evasion is also rng so if you don't like rng you got to remove evasion even if you believe that that's true, which is a horrible parallel, but even if you believe that that's true, then give me crystals that I can put in my boots that are ignore knockdown resistance 50% and ignore stun, st uh, stun stiff freeze resist 10%. So that way I can actually like, I can set up my crystals to counter your dumb crystal build. You know, the same way if I run evasion, you can run accuracy, or if you run evasion, I can run accuracy. Otherwise, just remove the system entirely. Lazy Peon did a video recently, uh, last week, on his trying BDO again for the first time in two years, how BDO is in 2020. And it was funny because one of his cons was that the CC system is just completely fucked because of resistances and the RNG factor in them. And anyone that cares at all about 1v1s is literally not participating in PvP, which is true. There's no tournaments because ever since they removed precision crystals, the inconsistencies are even worse. There's been no trial only tournaments for like, I mean, we're going on like seven, eight months now. And I would love to run one. And I said this the other day, I will put forth if, if they do something about resists, like remove them or change resists, I will host a tournament myself and I will put in $500 of my own money towards the fucking prize pool. Yeah, start a I was planning on doing the, the uh, Corona cup, but, uh, no one was really interested in doing it um, from what I've seen. No, like, no, no one wants to automatically lose in a tournament setting yeah. because they got uh, like RNG on a fucking resist. It, it's so fucking bad. It, it's yeah. so bad. Anyway, so that having been said, yes, I do think there are some things that could be changed. Knockback could be looked at. The problem is knockback is generally on ranged abilities for the most part. I'm not saying it's exclusively on there. I know there are exceptions like Waltz of Wind, but if if an archer is knocking me back, they already kill me from a knockback and then follow up with a knockdown and then go up and shift E. If the knockback is now only one of three CCs, like I'm going to be CC'd even longer from archers and rangers that have knockbacks. Uh, I'm not super into that, but I could see the argument for like a knockback being, maybe it should be 0.7. Outside of that, down smash is 100% should count towards the CC limit, in my opinion. Yep. Um, and... Yeah, that's just, you know, is what, what, about, air so, smash? what about, I mean, we're not but, really considering air but smash. But here's the right? thing. If down smash is going to count towards the CC limit, then it needs to happen 100% of the time for everybody. Like it being RNG yeah, and then it, counting it towards CC. RNG, right. Yeah. I, no, I agree. I agree. Um, what about like freeze? Do you guys think? So I think the conversation went something like this, because now you've reminded me of like the conversation, because I have a scuffed memory. It was something like, well, freezes should count as two CCs. And then I think we talked about, well, you can't make it count as two CCs because during the free frozen part, you get like a bunch of DR, so you can't do damage to them or whatever. So maybe like 1.5 would be like an adequate number to put that at. Yeah, like, like freezes is crazy. I, I don't even know how it's not. I mean, it kind of, in a weird yeah. way, should just blow the whole limit, to be honest. Yeah. Like so you think it should count as two? I mean, if it's going to CC me twice, you know? Maybe don't bound me at the end of the CC. Maybe after right, that would be another good fix. Just like freeze at the end of the, me and let me go. Yeah, at the end of the freeze, CC. let me out unless they CC me with something else. You know. Yeah. By the way, Vel in nine minutes. But I think the issue is, is you have to consider like, 
I, I feel like the biggest issue with the CC system is it's that they never set up where their standard is. Is the standard that a bound is a 1.0 or that a knockdown is a 1.0? Is the standard that down smashes don't count? Is the standard that stiffnesses are 0.7? What is the standard from which every other CC should be based on? I feel like they never did that. And that's why this whole system is so fucked and doesn't make any sense. Like, they need to just pick something. They need to say, like, okay, like, a knockdown is... Because a knockdown lasts longer than a bound, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They should say a knockdown is 1.0, and then adjust every CC around that. They need to... They, I, I feel like they just need to take one point of focus and say, this is what we're going to balance everything else around. So if a knockdown's 1.0... Maybe you make a bound, like, a fucking point nine or some dog shit like that. I don't know. Like, you, you base it around I, that. You know what I'm saying? I have to address something, because laser tag is saying, freeze is fine, you take 80% less damage while standing, the bound is just a bound. No, freeze is not fine, even if you take 80% less damage, for a couple reasons. One, you still can't do anything. You're still CC'd. So during that 80% damage reduction, I can't use any abilities to defend myself. Two, during that 80% or that eighty damage reduction, especially in Node War or Siege, I still get slow stacked, I still get DP debuffed, I still get evasion debuffed. All of those debuffs still happen and then I'm bound after in which you can use a damage dealing ability and then re-CC me again. So no, the freeze is not fine just because of the 80% damage reduction at all. It, it literally means nothing. And most people, if you're getting hit by enough people, you're still going to die before the bound is over anyway. So the, the freeze is not fine just because you take reduced damage during that short period of time, which it is really, really short. The second you get hit by another CC, that, that freeze is over. So it's not like I still if I'm going to if it's going to be 80% down uh, damage reduction, you want that CC to be fine. Then also don't let me like make it so I can't take any slow stacking, any debuffs, none of that stuff. Make sure I can't get hit by any of that stuff during I should just be an iframe during that freeze. If, if that's going to be your argument, then make me iframe during that freeze. We're all in agreement that slow stacking needs to go, right? I feel like well, we've talked about this I have before. An I had an idea on slow stacking that I think would make it better and also strategic and would make you not want to just throw out slows willy-nilly. I think, obviously, stacking needs to be gone. But I think if somebody applies a slow debuff, let's say, let's say I apply a... Uh, let's say I apply like a... a uh, uh, 50% slow from shackles or whatever right, and I want to keep them 50% slowed, then I need to not hit them with anything else. Because right now, what, what generally happens is if it doesn't stack, it's replaced by the highest version, and then it'll start stacking if there's like multiple sources or whatever, right? So what should happen is if I hit you with a 50% slow, and then later on, carelessly, before that 50% slow is up, and I hit, I hit you with a 20% slow, it should replace the 50% with the 20%, because I made the mistake of using the lower, the shittier slow on someone who's already slowed and ruined or the slow just, debuff. Why not make it so that the higher one stays and the cool? No, just because then there's no strategy. There's a, you just hit them with all your slows, and whoever put the highest one like gets the highest one. It, I'm saying it would be more strategic, especially in one v one, but even in like saying, group play. So 
you're you're saying that that essentially whatever's the last slow that the hits last you slow that hits you is go. the one that's applied so if i slow someone like if i'm a wizard or a witch and i use shift q on someone and then my teammate in like a 2v2 for example goes up and uses heart snatch that puts the 15 percent slow i'm like dude what the fuck man like i slowed him with shift q why why would you go do that like make it strategic like i don't want to go hit him with the slow now because he has that and i don't want to ruin that slow I think that would make it actually way more interesting and something you'd actually think about. So it makes slows not just brain dead, apply the best slow and you're the best. You know what I mean? Like just hit them with everything and whatever's the highest like applies automatically. I think it should just replace it no matter what it is. I think that would be way better. And uh, it definitely, like uh, no matter what system they use, it should never, ever, ever stack. Like ever. If you're slowed by a source, that should be the only source that slows you. Stacking is horrible. Yeah, stacking is horrible, especially when you have a whole class that stacks on itself with its slows. I don't understand. Like, the fact that you can get a 10-stack Guardian slow on you, and then also get retardandoed, and then also get blizzarded, and then also get... Like, it. it's just kind of insane. I don't know. It was already bad before, but now that there's Guardians roaming the Earth, that can slow stack on themselves by not doing anything it's like extra insane and hurtful and not fun which is really the main issue it's that it's not fun yeah it's not fun for anybody nobody likes being slowed to death it feels terrible slow should have diminishing returns okay fjorn says when even when you're frozen the bound part can be resisted that doesn't that still doesn't change the fact that most of the time, the bound is not resisted. Almost always, the bound is not resisted. And I'm still stuck for both parts of the CC. And you can still, you still have a chance to re-CC me with something else. So, like, that's, again, that's, that's more a, a product of the resist system is shit. But the freeze is still overpowered. And it doesn't change the fact that the freeze is overpowered. It, it's like, only, only wizards and witches in this whole world can possibly think that freeze is not overpowered. And they always use the damage reduction as a defense, but it's like that the damage reduction doesn't mean anything if I still guaranteed die. Like it, it meant nothing. It didn't do anything for me. It's like, just no. Yeah, we get it. You guys will be super weak if you don't have a freeze, apparently, but no. It's crazy. But no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> Stop. Oh, God. Dude, give us all, how, give us all freezes, imagine, you know? I, I want to freeze. Why, why does it useless? Why doesn't Maywa have freezes? Their entire awakening kit is based on ice. They don't have any hey, fucking freezes. I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> Dude, imagine how useless Suck Wizard would be if they didn't have freeze, though, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, I can't imagine. Dude, Bell in two minutes. We getting that Vel's heart today? Yeah, dude, we gotta open all three things at once. We gotta open the Vel bundle. I still have my Shikatu box from this thing and oh, the mystery I box. That already. I got my memory fragments. Ooh, advice of immortality, advice of destiny. Oh yeah, make sure you put in the code. Uh wait, what was the code? Uh code BDO GLSG. Yeah, BDO GLSG. Redeem that code. You get four advanced loot scrolls, dude. Hell yeah. Eight aliens tears. A Shikatsu luxury box, a hard bundle. It's pretty good, dude. Pretty good stuff. 
Oh, man. All right, well, we still got a lot more shit to talk about, so let's keep going. Right. So, n- next is the... I don't know how to say this. Hadam, I guess. Yeah, Hadam, Probably Hadam, have some funky translation. Hadam but, uh, server. The, the Hadam server. The yeah. Hadam server. So this one... It's basically... If you guys remember, they actually talked about this at the Serendia or Calfion or whatever ball a while back. They said that they were going to try to come up with a way to make the older grind spots that no one does anymore in like Serendia and Balanos and Calfion uh, more viable towards the late game. And so this is the their first attempt at trying to do this. Essentially what it is is it's going to be, my understanding of it is it's going to be this special server in which specifically just the orcs are going to be like empowered and actually uh, like worth to grind at some point near the late game. So, I don't know. It sounds interesting. I'm concerned that they're... The issue with grind... I feel like... Listen, this is going to be a really unpopular opinion. Mm -hmm. I feel like... We don't need more grind spots. Because every single grind spot... Every single grind (laughs) spot is either completely worthless and nobody grinds it, or super overpowered, and everyone grinds there. That's the whole point. I just feel of like this that's server. the only two. I feel like that's the only two things that happens. But that's the point of this server. Also, this this server has new, like a bunch of new field bosses and group grind spots and all sorts of shit. So here's the thing. This I, I want to show this video. Um, I'm gonna actually just I'm gonna stream this on Discord so you guys can watch it at the exact same time as me. If that's all right. Um as while the stream so we get you know the live react i want you guys to see kind of what they did with this server which i think is really fucking cool so um this is korean dude yeah so this is korean dude he's playing on the server and he shows the grind spot on the map which is a uh 280 spot uh ap spot when he gets there you'll see that the world actually changes as you get there so it's like a normal atmosphere normal world right when you step into the zone like the grass and landscape and tree and everything changes and the atmosphere changes like this green like murky nastiness and then when you walk back out of the area it goes back to normal which i think is a really really cool effect and then the mobs within the area because they said that the whole world is going to have all of the normal grind spots but the special areas that are like designated are going to become this new like murky dead world yeah. yeah And so in this, it's, uh, I don't know if, if any of this is supposed to be party recommended like this particular one right now, they only have one sample grind spot, but they said it's going to be all of Serendia and Calpheon once they're done with it. Well, all like all of the grind spots will have high end zones. So you'll be able to choose like wherever you want to grind. Um, what's his DP again? What did it say? His DP is 334 in this video. Yeah. They hit pretty hard. He fights this boss too. They have these like little portals. I I think these are spawning mobs. These things on the ground that are like white novas. These white like little novas are like spawning monsters over time. Um, Or maybe the big one is spawning the boss and then the little one spawn little monsters. But whatever. So he fights this boss that looks crazy as fuck. She's like one of the... I think she's one of the scroll bosses. But she's got flames. And she hits super hard. And he literally fights this thing for like 30 minutes and only gets it down about 10%. What the fuck? And it kills so him. Gonna be like it a also yeah. So it's like a world boss or it's something. It's kind of like a world but... boss or a field boss. It also kills him four times. 
<laughs> One of the time, right here, look, he absorbs his Z-buff. Or he absorbs his rage, and it sh shoots a flame at him, and he dies. Oh my god, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, so... Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's also interesting that he has knowledge on it already, so maybe it is based on the actual boss you already have, because he actually can see its health bar. It's not just changing colors, you see like it actually losing health. So he's fighting, he says that he's been fighting it for 30 minutes, um, that's its health bar, it's like, what, 3% is missing or 5% is missing, and he says we should give up. And he like flies out of the zone, you see when he flies out of the zone the world changes back, or like when he goes back. Look at that shit, dude. It's kind of cool. Anyway, I, I'm excited about this place because it's gonna be like, one, it's gonna clear up all these grind spots that are contested as fuck. At least partly. Especially if there's a lot of option options. And it's pretty it's pretty cool too like for for those that are actually interested in those zones because the original zones are some of them are pretty neat it's just they're just useless right now yeah i agree. I, I i think it'll be cool i mean i i'm with you res in like the i mean just needing more grind spots in general but that's why i kind of like that instead of these being actual new spots they're more like the spots that basically have not been touched in a while should just be made useful since they're already there. Yeah, yeah that, well, that was going to be my caveat, right? My, like, my only concern I is what prefer, they're going to drop. I would prefer they go back and like make old spots that are like used for like level twenty through level like fifty, like usable at the end game. Then create like another dragon, right? Where right. until basically until the pot piece came out, no one grinded dragon. Like, some people swore by Blood Wolves. Nobody really grinded there, though. You know what I'm saying? Until a pot yeah. piece came out, and then everyone, their grandmother, grinds Shira and Blood Wolves now. Still no All one right. grinds Shira Khan. We, we ready to pop them bell bundles? Bell bundle time. Bell bundle time. Yep. All right, ready. here we go. Three. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me stop. Am I still streaming? No. It, okay. Three. Oh, wait. I lost it. Two. One. Go! I didn't get shit. Ooh, we got the 100G bar. We got 10 hey. mil. Boy. Wait, is it 100G or 1000G? Yeah, it was G? just 100G. It was just 100G. All right, that's still pretty good. It's still pretty good. It's not too bad. It's a lot better than the usual. Let me open my scam boxes real quick. Hold on. Shikatu Luxury and Shikatu Mystery. Let's open the Luxury first. Oh, I didn't cheer, so it's trash. Let's open the Mystery now. <laughs> you better fucking cheer. Nope, she didn't cheer, so it's trash. Oh, wait, Dust. 60 dust? Hey, I'll take it. It's not too bad. Um, so here's the other thing about this world. Um, this new server. So um, I was reading through all this blue text. Um, and they said, so they basically said that the only Serendia and some Calpheon hunting grounds are changed. In addition, most of the hunting grounds are changed. The server will be specialized. So it'll be an opportunity to enjoy new content for most adventures. Not a few. In addition, the redesigned hunting grounds are not simply approached by the concept of hunting ground expansion, but various devices are being prepared to give adventures new challenges and goals. Therefore, a new type of loot reward will be added. And we're designing oh. it to serve as a platform for more adventures to become stronger. In addition, the specialized server adds various unexpected elements that occur in real time on the field. So even if you don't have a party, adventures can naturally cooperate and compete fiercely for greater gain. The hunting ground itself will also reinforce the strategy and fun elements and there will be differences between hunting grounds but in some areas when the power of Hadoom grows and becomes overwhelming it, it can become a terrifying place beyond the existing gray forest or tomb where thoughts are sleeping. So 
There's some like Hadoom energy or power that can grow without the world. I assume it'll be a notification or an indicator on the map or something you'll visually see that'll change a grind spot in real time, supposedly, and make it even more powerful. So like if you go there and you're not paying attention, it, you'll just die. Is how it sounds to me. Um, you know, what if they make it so those zones actually drop a significant amount of Kaffirs? Kaffirs. I like it, dude. Kaffirs. Kaffirs that could drop Glocks, all sorts of mob stuff. Dude. All sorts of mob yeah. stuff. <laughs> drop my Kaffirs, dude. I'll choke you. Choke you out. Uh, to give a little hint about the loot, we are also preparing a form that draws out new powers of the Black Star equipment by using special substances obtained from contaminated monsters. So it sounds like the monsters are going to drop, they referred to this as glyphs two Global Lab patches ago, um, or one Global Lab patch ago. They referred to them as glyphs, but here it just says special substances obtained from contaminated monsters. But apparently some sort of material or item that are going to augment the power of Black Star equipment in some way or another. I, I don't know how or what. I don't know if that means similar to Kafir Stones. I don't know if it means like new special abilities, kind of like uh, like how Alk Stones have like attack speeds. Who knows? But there's going to be items that you can get there that are exclusive to that server that are going to enhance your Black Star in some way, shape, or form. So that's also kind of cool. Also, if you know, if the server's empty, you could just go grind Dregan or Cam on that server, you know? I, I just hope that they remove an Olvia server to get this done instead of taking away one of our servers. You know what I mean? Dude. Do we need five what? Olvia servers when we also have four season servers? Like, what the fuck? Bro, rest in peace, Valencia 6 for the umpteenth time. <laughs> right? Um... So that's that. I, I think overall that's pretty exciting. And on that note, I have to pee really badly. So I'll be right back. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool. I'm wondering where they're going to draw the line, though. Like, that's the thing. What do you mean? Like, where. Um, like, snowball effect, right? It starts with, oh, we're just going to do it with Kalfion and Serendi and Balanos. But then, like, in another year, are they going to be like, okay, now we're going to go do Helms and, like, you know, like, Madaya stuff. And then in another six months or a year, they're going to be like, all right, now we're going to do Nagas and Fogans. Is eventually the Hadoom server just going to become, like, the late game grinding server where, like, everyone that has fucking 290 plus AP and 330, 340 plus DP, like, goes to grind? Possibly. And maybe maybe that's to like get like super geared players off of the normal server. I don't know. It's 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 interesting like what this could imply for the future. I don't know. Interesting things for the, interesting uh, things. the new server. Yeah. Dude, one thing I'm excited about, this is a weird this is just my own personal thing, but whenever like a new grind spot comes out. It's really awesome, except that like you burn yourself out on it because you're just grinding this one spot forever. I kind of like the idea that by the time this comes out, it's going to be like a bunch of grind spots released at once. Yeah, you can go whatever the fuck you feel like. Because they're saying it's all of Serendia and most of Calfion or some of Calfion. So Serendia has Swamp Fogans that could be changed, Castle Ruins. Um, what else? The the uh, 
wherever those goblins are in the north, the the stupid goblin people. They got the Kron Castle people. You got the Red Or like you have the bandits. Yeah, Sonil, like Primal Giant Outpost. You have so many places, monastery that could be like changed. That I don't know. It's just like literally could just be like, all right, the server's out, and now there's just instantly twelve or thirteen new grind spots to go try out. I think that's gonna be hype as fuck. Yeah, I agree completely. Like that's it's gonna be pretty interesting. And for Whatever a large they... segment of the population, they're just gonna be excited that Star Sun's gonna be open. You know? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, onward and upward. Uh, that I think is one of the coolest additions to the game coming. By the way, that 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 is a cool idea. I'm yeah. worried a little bit about the Black Star materials, but. We'll see. It, it does kind of reinforce what you were, your plan, Reslar. <laughs> What's that? Well, to get all your Black Star shit. Oh, yeah, right? That's good news for me. I <laughs> just recently decided to go full Black Star. Uh, yeah. I'm like, sweet, dude. <laughs> um, okay, so we'll just go through these one at a time. Nightmare Karanda, basically going to be the same thing. Uh, Karanda singing storm boss rework. It's going to be the same thing as the current version of... Uh, Zarka, where it's called Nightmare Zarka. There's a random chance it's this version when it spawns on our server. Have we gotten it yet? I'm pretty sure we have not gotten Nightmare Zarka a single Nightmare time. Zarka? Nightmare Zarka? Like, it's not spawned. So it's like every time it spawns, there's a chance it's Nightmare. And uh, I don't think it's been Nightmare on North America yet. Has also, it I've been told also apparently it's channel specific. So like it won't spawn Nightmares across all the channels. Really? So yeah, we're back to that was, whole system. That's what I was told, is that it, it, every channel has a chance to be a Nightmare's Arca. We're back to the old system. You got a channel hop. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that... I mean, maybe. I don't. I have no idea. I actually don't know for sure, but... I, I have no idea either. That's just what I've heard. Conan says that's not how that works, and that he's unsubbing and unsupporting our podcast forever. <laughs> I made that last part up, but... um. I mean, if anyone plays in KR and could let us know, that would be great because I, no, we haven't gotten it yet, so we don't know. One last thing, they didn't they didn't clarify this on the new server thing, but I'm kind of curious. Do you think that this should be like Arsha, where it has a drop buff and or a like no karma system on this new server? I doubt it because um... they said that they're gonna come up with ways for you to grind like help each other out without being in a party. Right. So I, I feel like this is specifically gonna be a high end grinding specific server. Right. And they just want you to like team up with people or some shit like that. Get karma bombed. Um yeah, so Karanda, Nightmare Karanda thing will happen and then, you know, that'll be cool. Um let's see if it says anything. The nightmare powerful plays while Karanda, who sings in the storm, is made from new attack patterns and yada 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 yada. Next, Karanda will be uh, Ancient Kudum, and perhaps Ancient Kudum is being the strongest boss compared to the previous three. Oh shit, dude. They're gonna make Ancient Kudum a god! Uh, so yeah, Karanda, they're reworking all the bosses. I, I do like this idea of the bosses. Dude, it's insane how fast Zarka dies. Have you guys been to Zarka since this change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because everyone goes there now hoping that it'll be Nightmare. <laughs> Dude, I was grinding at like... It's so weird that Zarka dies first now instead of Karanda. Yeah, I know. 
I was grinding at like, it was like 2.30 a.m. or 3 a.m. and Zarka spawned and just my, I completely forgot that Nightmare Zark is even a thing. And most of the time I instant swap and kill it. And the last few weeks I've been like, dude, I cannot stand how long it takes to kill Zarka at like three in the morning. Like I, I, I will finish like five more minutes of a loot scroll before I go to Zarka just cause I can't stand just being there. So I was like, ah, I'll go. I'm gonna do one, maybe two rotations, and then go. And then I, I finished two rotations. I was like, what percent is Zarka? And they're like, oh, he's dead. And I was like, what? Oh. So yeah, he dies fucking fast. Yesterday he died in like three and a half minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, he spawned with Kudum, and I mean not that everybody wants. Kudum, but. Everybody wants to kill the uh, the nightmare, dude. Everybody wants to get that plus fifteen Zarka drop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm just gonna address it for a second. There's horse racing stuff. Um, there's new horse races. The Old Moon Grand Prix has opened at the Research Center hosted by the Tone Stonetail Horse Society, which is a uh, club of degenerates. The first competition of glory will be held at the Horse Race Course in Stonetail Hill Horse Ranch, and the spectacular curtain has now risen. Jockeys from all over. Yeah. I was just gonna say, I think it's interesting that they're coming out with like separate horses for racing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They look, they look cool. I, I mean, I like the idea. If people are into it. If the rewards are good, it's fucking awesome. I, I hope the rewards are good, and that's like actually a niche thing. Just because like having things that are totally different ways to make money that are fun for a niche group of people, I think is what makes sandboxes fun. So hopefully, this is actually good. I'll probably never participate, but if the races are kind of fun. And actually rewarding, it would be pretty cool. I'm into that. Um, so yeah, a bunch of new horse racing stuff. There's some new horses. I've only seen one of them. But I think there's supposed to be a bunch. Uh, the following changes have been applied to the race horses that first appeared in the Institute last week. So they added uh, some other shit. Okay, so new field boss. Black Shadow. So the Black Shadow is a new dragon boss that spawns near Keplin. And he has a similar mechanic to Mudster. So um, the news that abandoned mining site near Keplin was attacked by an unknown black shadow began convening, uh, convening brave adventures in California. According to eyewitness accounts of the survivors, the black shadow is identified as a young dragon of Belmorn who borrowed the body of Jordine, uh, or borrowed the body of Jordine, who wandered over Sawnail Battlefield and since Belmorn has never been threatened after the disappearance. This attack is a very unusual case. He seems to be under the control of someone else. So he spawns, you fight him. When he gets to a certain HP or or HP drops to zero, whatever it is, he drops loot and then flies away and you have to actually travel to new locations to fight him to get loot a second, third, and fourth time. Similar to uh, Mudster kind of does that now. I do like the way that they, they describe this because the the ending is funny. So he says... Or it says in blue text, the new field boss was created in response to requests for an additional reappearing boss by various adventures after the Mudster patch. Similar to Mudster, this guy's uh, designed to reappear in a different location uh, when a fatal wound is taken and instead differenti differentiates it by first appearing in a fixed location and at a fixed time once a week. So he spawns at the same time. And then after subjugation, sometimes he may have to run a long way. So I hope adventures with two-person horses with two-person horses will gain popularity. They feel like people with two-seaters are losers. <laughs> Somebody get on my horse. Dude, everyone with a Doom horse has a two-seater. We're already popular. What the fuck? That's all I'm saying, man. 
Thought it was interesting. Uh, and then... So that's the new field boss. They also added... Um, a ocean karma system. Which Rezlar was really hyped about. I think Rezlar is AFK bio. Um, they added an ocean karma system, which is kind of a s totally separate karma system from the current one, which uh, hopefully benefits boaters. Uh, who knows? But um, it's calculated differently. That was two global apps patches ago. I don't do a lot of ocean stuff, so I, I don't know what it's about. Nayashi, do you have a boat? I do. Do I know what that's really about? No, not really. Don't you think because of the state of Maywaz and PvP, you probably should be on your boat more? Probably. You should probably spend most of your time on a boat. <laughs> I probably should spend more uh, time on a boat. The... Uh, let's see. Hold on, let me grab all these sick, sick rewards. There's nothing better than opening rewards. It just makes it feel good, you know? Let's see if I get scammed. See if I get scammed on this advice of destiny. It's supposed to give you a different level of enhancement. Oh, I got to level two. Oh, level nice. three. Hold on. At level four, we're getting a 40 stack no matter what. Damn. Hey, 40 stack. Let's go. I'll take it. All right, let's see if I get scammed on the Kaffir stone one. Oh, two Kaffir stones. This game sucks. Um... I'll ask Rezlar when he gets back if he has anything to talk about the boat thing. I know he was kind of excited about the boat karma system. <laughs> Even though he doesn't have a boat. Um, and then he was also excited... I think excited... he said he hated it. No, no he didn't. <laughs> He's a, I thought he was a griefer, a boat griefer. Dude, when are we going to get the fucking tag system, Nayashi? I really want to grind on a different character because I need like 120 billion. You're not the only one that's been looking at that. New karma system is kind of dumb. If you're negative karma, it's family-wide and basically can't barter on any character. It'll deter you awful people that are murdering innocent barterers out there. You know? Yeah. It's basically ocean karma system. You can only repair your boat in Pirate Island. Um, Leafs on, that's, that's for the ocean karma system. Not, not normal. It's a boat exclusive karma system not like a normal karma system um all right so the last thing was the rbf balance um they added a system in a site in a note i think two weeks ago maybe it was last week in a little note that they're going to change rbf balance slightly so now your gear score is going to be changed it's going to measure your gear score. Your total AP and DP. Count that towards a gear score. And it's going to try your point value. They call it points instead of gear score. They're going to separate players one by one on each team based on the amount of total gear score that they have. So the teams are supposed to be closer overall in gear score when in RBF. It's going to be less randomized and more based on your gear score. Also, you're not going to be able to change your gear, take off your gear, anything once you're inside of RBF. So if you go in with 600, you, you can't like drop to 500 gear score, go in and then put all your gear on. You're not going to be able to put your gear on when you're inside RBF. So whatever gear you have when you go in, that's the gear you're playing with. I think that's fair. Okay. Hey, we're just talking about the gear score RBF thing. And also, did you want to comment on the Ocean Karma system? 
Uh, I didn't really have a comment it. other than it's okay. it's cool. I think it's a cool thing that they're they're like separating it. So Cold Punk has a problem with it. He said the new karma system is dumb because if you're negative karma, it's family wide, so you can't barter on any character. Wait, like the the new ocean karma yeah. thing is family wide? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, most... yeah, I don't like that part of it. Well, yeah, I don't think I like that part of it, but I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. And then they RBF balancing, so basically your gear actually kind of matters. And you can't change your gear inside. I actually like that you can't change your gear, to be honest. Whatever well, you... yeah, they had to do that, because then otherwise you would just go in with like 500 gear score and then slap on all your pins and shit, and suddenly you're 700. Right. I mean, even... I mean, I, I mean, thank God that they're finally doing something. It only took them, what, five years? Now they need to remove the, the DR percentage, or at least make it work for everyone equally, and then uh, we'll be good to go. They I, just need to get rid of it. Yeah, they need um, to remove it. It's so bad. This weird, there's uh, this really weird thing where, I know we talked about this before, but like, all the different types of PvP have like, different rules. It's like, so, just fucking stupid. I don't know, they, they really need to just unify PvP in general with all its systems. Yeah. I'd say they're doing a lot of improvements in a lot of different areas, so... I mean, they're doing... I would say that they're focusing a lot on classes, which is good. But I, I think they need to take a closer look at, like, core systems. Yeah, classes um, and content, but yeah, there's there's some core systems that are being left behind. Also, why do trials still not have precisions? That is I a know. big fucking, like, so what the fuck. Fjorn asks me, in regards to the DR percent in RBF, quote, why do you want to one-shot people so badly in RBF? Being less one-shotty is good. The, the problem is, is it's that a poor, it's a shit representation of what actually happens yeah, in game. If you want to give everyone just more DP, fine. Or more DR, fine. I, I mean, even that I don't like, but it, it's not about one-shotting. Like, I, I don't know what your definition of one-shotting, but generally I had to kill people in a full combo if they were anywhere near my gear score, which like a lot of people actually have DP, believe it or not. And even people without DP, generally not killing them in one skill. I, I was not killing a lot of people in one skill. But um, the problem with the current version is that no matter how many abilities I use, it adds so much DR near the end that a lot of people are just unkillable. And if you're a wizard or a witch, it, you know, it's, it's great because you're just hitting a bunch of people with AOEs, you're not really focusing people, you're getting a lot of last hits. A lot of ranged kill steals, but if you're an assassin type class or you're a striker, a mystic, and you have to do a full combo, once you get now to the end of your combo, which is mostly every class's combos are generally front loaded, you get down to where they all of a sudden have 50% DR and then you don't do any damage and you have no way to finish them off. So while it does suck to be one shot, even if you are a person with lower gear, if you have high AP, like so for example, my friend Bear, who's a Sork, he just has high AP, and like no DP. Sure, he hates being one shot, but he also hates that he can't kill anybody either. So it, it's it makes it's insanely difficult to kill people. I actually showed yeah. I was showing the difference between on, on someone with three thirty DP, the difference with uh 
in RBF and in BA, like I have to use four or five more abilities to kill the same person with the same exact gear, with the same exact skills. It's, a, it's yeah, like, like such a nutty for, amount of DR that it make, it's crazy. For Archer, it's pretty insane because it's like, you go up, like even the most basic bitch combo, right? You go up, you full bloom them into an uproot Lethargans, right? The most basic bitch combo you could possibly do. Your full bloom will still do like normal damage for the most part. If not like complete normal damage, it'll be close to it. Mm -hmm. Like very not reduced damage. But then once you go into that uproot Lethargans, it's like, hello, did I take my gear off in between these two skills? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels. And then the other thing, too, is like if if the argument is like, hey, well, geared people were just one shotting everyone. Like now the people that weren't geared that actually could kill people now can't kill the people with gear because they have even more DR. Like it makes it even more difficult. So if you're a person yeah. that's like, well, I'm newer to the game, so I have 281 AP and I haven't started building DP yet, now those people also can't kill anybody. I feel like their DR thing added to RBF is like they're, they're trying to fix a problem that they know exists, but only in one specific like area. Because I, I personally do feel like people die too quickly these days. I would like to see slightly longer fights. Like, obviously, if you outgear the shit out of someone, you should be able to easily one-combo them, if not one-shot them. But if you're relatively the same gear as someone else, I feel like your fight shouldn't end in two abilities, which right now it usually, like, can. Um, if not, like, you know, half a combo. You get halfway through your combo and they die. Whereas in RBF they went like too hard, you know. Yeah, I would like. Why don't we just get rid of the DR and RBF and then just make everyone across the board like tankier, like in the whole game? Maybe make some classes a little bit less more tankier than others. Like Guardian doesn't need to have much tank added to her, obviously. But like, I don't know. It's I don't know. Just give us pants, man. Wickerton's, I think, if I'm understanding what he's saying, is that he used to be able to kill people with trial characters, and now when he goes into RBF on a trial character, he can't. There's no point in playing. I mean, I, I don't doubt that, honestly. I, I'm not fully on board with the tankier thing. I mean, maybe tankier on the low end of gear, and it should scale, like, less sharply. Just because, like, there's people that are, like, so tanky now. So it's like a weird like juxtaposition where like the people on the low end die way too fast and the people on the high end are starting to become so tanky it's like hard to kill people. Here's here's what we need. We need what Renown was supposed to be. That's what we need. What Renown was supposed to be was a way to help the lower geared people get higher stats against the high end people. And then they just fucked everything up and it just ended up being, hey, you can just stack a fuckload of AP and then get a fuckload of DP and be absolutely unkillable. I like the Among idea other of, issues. I like the idea of uh, <laughs> I like the idea of getting more DR for stacking AP, dude. I miss those days. Dude, my that, gear now dude, my gear now fucking... Dude, my gear now back then, oh my god. God, dude, I'd have like 140 more DR. <laughs> it would be fucking insane. It would be like putting on four pairs of Ergon boots. Would it? Something like that, dude. It'd be crazy. I can't even imagine. 
yeah, Wiz Witch, Valk are super hard to kill now, especially with the heals, especially with Mana Shield. And then like Warrior and Valks and Guardians that have a ton of DP, uh, Strikers and Mystics now that are all using like Centaur Bell. I mean, it's just, there's like a high end that's becoming super, super tanky. That's like, if you make them more tanky, that is also scary because they already are very hard to kill. And then, but on the low end, people definitely die too fast. Like, I don't know. When you hit somebody that's 324 DP compared to someone that's 360, granted, it is a lot of money to get that difference. But like the different, it's like not, I don't know. I feel like the scaling is very strange. 324 feels like they're not wearing any DP whatsoever. Also, I am noticing in my kill feed that bear is farming Nayashi. <laughs> Get him, bear! Get him, bear! He's gonna, he gonna die. <laughs> I just switch over and look, and it's like, nah, she's been killed. Nah, she's been killed. Nah, she's been killed. Bear's just over there, just farming him on stream, dude. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you finally got him, though. That's good. Twice. Oh, got him twice. Now get fucked, bear. You loser. Um. <laughs> anyway, that's that. I think that's it. Do we want to go to comments now? Is there anything else you guys want to talk about or address? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Bear concedes. He's like, okay, you win. Let me grind. Did he? Yeah, he concedes. Screenshot it, send it to me so I could pull up on stream. And it's on the podcast and everything. I just need it. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be forever set in stone. Episode, what is this? Episode 84? Episode 84, oh the episode uh... that Bear threw in the towel. He's getting, uh, he's getting his butt cheeks a little clapped here. Uh-oh, that's uh, three him. kills, dude. No, I'm not going to rescue him, dude. He he needs to learn a lesson, you know? He needs to be taught a lesson. Oh, four kills. <laughs> oh, the mob got him. That's a feels bad. Oh, our shiro's oh. killed by Harbinger of Corruption. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Bear, get fucked. I'm typing in guild chat now. Nayashi Hammer clapping you. On the podcast. It's gonna be fun talking with Baron Discord now. L. <laughs> he says, I'm letting him kill me so he leaves. Him as in Harbinger of Corruption. <laughs> oh, shit. You want the mob to leave? Oh, poor bear, dude. Get fucked. Um, hey, I, I have a question. <laughs> he, said, he said he sucks at combos. Tell him that. What? He's saying he's dying to mobs because you're bad at your class. Oh, my God. <laughs> can't help that. Oh, he said can't help that. He sucks at combos. Can't help that. Ask him how his homes are looking. Yeah. Tiny system wins. That's that's my question. L cards. <laughs> I, need, I need that immediately. When? All right. So here we go. Let's go to the uh, let's go to the comments. You ready? You guys ready for these comments, dude? I, I'm excited. There's even if you don't like all the shit coming, like there has been like three months of just every other global labs patch has like just a bunch of new shit. It's kind of insane. I feel like we're a little bit spoiled by that. If you play other yeah. games that are older, I feel like you're spoiled by that. In BDO, you don't really understand that, like, Shadowlands is literally their patch. Like, that's the patch. They don't get oh! a bunch of content in between. Uh-oh, did Nash get... We got a V! <laughs> <laughs> we got a v. <laughs> decided... He's so proud. Frost Davy decided what class you're going to tag. 
Um, I'm not 100% sure yet, but I'm leaning towards Mystic just to have like a chill grind that's kind of fun. Mm. But maybe, maybe Ninja, maybe... Also... I'm toying with the idea of Tamer, dude. I, I'm sure we've talked about this before and I just forgot because I have a shit memory, but... Okay. With the tag system, someone asked this the other day, and I didn't know the answer, even though we've probably talked about this before. If you tag your gear with a character, and then you do something to the gear on the like original character, mm -hmm. will the change be reflected on the tag character, or will it stay the same? It, it'll be reflected. It's retroactive and will change after swapping characters. This motherfucker okay, so literally like just TC'd me through a frontal guard. So like if I go for like Tet Black Star main hand and then it fails and goes to duo, then the my Black Star and my other character will also go to duo. Will also go to duo. Okay, that's good to know. So but so if I change my accessories, would that change on the other character as well or no? Not if you just change them. And I don't know, accessories are a weird one. But like if you Kafras level or get an upgrade, it's supposed to reflect. But I don't know, if you get a new accessory, you probably have to actually just re-tag, which is kind of shitty. Okay. Would be my guess. Because and it's then marking the accessories and your items as like, these are the items. So these going forward, whatever is happening to them is reflected. <laughs> right. And then my other thing was, uh, I'm assuming you can take off the gear on your second character, yes? You can, but because you can't store it anywhere. It has to that's stay fine. I just want to take it off, because I'm planning, like I said before we started recording, I'm planning on getting a Kudum for my Zerker, specifically <laughs> because I'm going to be grinding on him. Right. So like, whenever I tag him, he's going to get Maneuver, but then I want to have a Kudum on him separately, so that I can grind with it. Yeah. That's that the thing that kind of sucks. Again. <laughs> if you use how proud Nash is. If you use Kudum and Nuver, I feel like you're kinda it sucks for you in the tag system. Like if I have a pen Kudum and a pen Nuver and I PvE with one and PvP with the other, when I tag I have to decide which one I want, which does kind of suck. You know what would be I almost feel like would be better? Is if you could just choose gear that you wanted to like duplicate, like say, and then like whatever well, changes you make, the difference is changed in the cost, right? So you put in, so it like opens a win whenever you tag a character, it, like opens a window, and then well, you is. like say like that is duplicate how it works. It, it's whatever you have in your slots. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is you specifically put the gear in that you want to duplicate. So if you want to, like, you can have your duplicated gear in, so it's all of your normal gear, and then you get a Kudum, then you could just open that window and then put the Kudum in and pay the extra cost that that costs right. you, right? The extra percentage. Like to also or do you a Kudum. Yes, to also yeah. duplicate the Kudum. Or if you get a new, ex like a different accessory, you put the accessory in and you take the old one out and then it doesn't change the cost at all because it's not counting accessories, but you still duplicate it that way. You see right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it opens almost like a almost like a storage window, but it's not for storage. It's just this is what wants to be duplicated onto your tagged character. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um... Dude, bears getting farmed. Uh, I think that the uh, so someone's saying I heard you can copy multiple offhands. If, if there is a way to do it, then awesome. I I as far as I know, there's not, but maybe there is. I haven't I haven't looked into it. 
So I'm not too sure. I can't confirm that there's for sure is not a way. There there might be a way. I'm not too sure. And then um Riven's asking if if you eventually get a disto and swap it into you get the disto on your tag character. And I'm pretty sure you don't. That's kind of where you get like the short end of the stick is basically yeah. if you get a brand new accessory, you have to re-tag. And that's 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 what I'm saying. Which like it sucks that it's like that, and that's why I'm saying it should be like a window that like it calculates the difference cost based on what you put in or pull out. So if you put out one accessory and then put in another accessory, the cost won't change because accessories right. don't cost anything to duplicate. I think worst, that's why I'm worst case scenario, you should do it by this system. If you tag and you have to swap over, um, <laughs> what do you mean? Just finish your gear before tagging. I mean, I guess like you'd have to just move your distortion over your, your character is tagged. So when you have characters tagged, um, any actual gear, not the tagged gear, but any actual gear. So for example, in Riven's question, if he got a Tet Disto, but he tagged before the Tet Disto, you can put the Tet Disto in your um, tent. tent and and swap characters to your tag character and pull it out. Like that is annoying and sucks, but that is an option. Like if you do get an upgrade on any accessory, which kind of sucks, but it's not the worst thing ever. I don't know. I always swap my weapons back and forth with tag characters. Not that bad. Um. All right, comments. Here we go. Mineria says thanks for the podcast. Heart. And again, this is uh these are comments from a couple weeks ago. From not we didn't have an episode last week. Apologize for that. We're uh we're back on track and good to go. Um, but yeah, you're welcome for the podcast, man. You're glad you like it. Ritzer McGork says Lawn 273 AP 320 DP full tech gear with Ergon, Griffin, Dim, and Begs. Still running Kaposha earrings. Should I go for two Tet Narcs to gain eight DP or should I try to pen my gear? Also, should I switch to Libras and Muskin or just get the DR stuff going? This 273 is with Kudum. Um... I think that Lawn is one of the classes that kind of has to go evasion, in my opinion. But um, the thing is, like, when you go evasion, you need so much accuracy, also. So, like, late Lawn is super accuracy dependent. I don't know. That's tough. I, I think with the gear that you're currently at, you're 273 with Kudum. That's pretty good. I, I wouldn't go Narcs personally. I don't think Narcs are any benefit to you. I would just get two distos. Violation at me. <laughs> He's what? He just violationed at me. Oh no! <laughs> uh, look, it's come to this poor bear. Oh no! Nayashi uh. legit flaming you on the podcast. <laughs> Said you violationing at him now. Um, he's right. He's so oh, tilted. He's so full tilt right now. Um, so yeah, I would get I would get two tet distortions, not tet narcs, and then I would start penning your gear after that, or go one disto and then get a pen item, and then another disto and then a pen item. Um, that's how I would do it. Uh, Lil Porkchop says, "Why would you not count the farms in Valencia as part of the city? It's where they get resources for the." For feed the people do all the lakes near dc not count as part of the united states of america's capital just because it has its own name doesn't make it not part of the zone chase brain logic kappa you hear that nashi that's you fucking dumb mewa god damn it um markinho says you're you're right 
pork chop. It's Maywa's, dude. They can't. There's nothing they can do. Um, Marquinho says, I would trade our life skillers for your whales back in the day easily. Lol. I ask this question all the time in stream because I always have EU players that are needling me, reminding me that they have Kaffir stones and we don't. But I do wonder if you had the choice today, and I, I do feel like there's a little bit of a greener, grass is greener on the other side, but I, I, if, if you haven't experienced either and you were able to choose, I can either have Kaffir's constantly available in the marketplace or I can have costumes available in the marketplace, which would you choose? I almost feel like, I don't know. I almost feel like I'd vote for costumes just because Kafras are obtainable like on your own, even though it can be kind of slow, it's still possible. Um, but the thing is, is like, because I already have all my pen armors, I just want all those Kafra stones. <laughs> so I would today happily trade. You can have all the crown stones. Just give me the Kafra stones. You know what I mean? Lord of, of Warfare says, I have neither. Give me whales. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Riven for us says, Monk asked, I joined Eagle Regiment when they were a Node War guild. Didn't know they were a hardcore RP guild till like three months in. LOL. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know much about Eagle Regiment. Uh, except their name is crazy. Never Famous says, I'm 324 DP, and they uh, they can almost kill me at night if I get uh, some bad RNG. But if I'm full evasion with Liebers, have Muskins, Kudum, so I guess I have good accuracy. I don't know about DR builds, though. Hell yeah, the stuns are annoying. XD, the spot's good, though. I do 6k trash an hour, about 10 to 14 cows an hour on Awakened Ninja. That's pretty good. That's at the 250 AP spot, Thornwood, he's talking about. Um, Abraxas is saying there's 87 million Kaffir stones sold on the market. That's been up to 91 million in uh, EU. Let's, let's check North America. North America has sold a grand total of 72 million. So we are actually selling them at a slightly faster rate than you by about 1 million. Last time, when we actually checked on the podcast last time, we were at... Um, what was it? Wait, are we selling them at a faster rate, or is my brain just off? I have no idea. I don't remember the number that we were at. We were 20 million different from them, almost exactly. Uh, I think we had 61 and they had 81. Now we're at 72 and they're at 91. As of this morning. Maybe they're at 92 now, I don't know. Uh, but it doesn't matter because we have 70,000 orders on ours. Uh, let's see. Corin Noaka says, well, must apologize for being a little overzealous in my part, or in part of my um, rant, and it's not that we're the fastest, okay, this is the, the Maywa that we talked to the other last episode. Uh, not like Maywa is the fastest, more like Maywa's niche fast in combat movement. I like playing hyper-aggressive in duels, it's just more annoying than anything that I have to run away just to get stamina just to poke again, and then get trash-talked for running away is just aggravating. Like, it's not my fault I can't poke and attempt to land a CC nonstop. Again, I must apologize. I've seen Maywa Awakening getting buffs, and I'm actually looking forward to the bon the bonds and the damage buffs, but I guess uh, I just need to be more grateful for what we're getting as opposed to what we aren't getting. I guess I'll just clarify. The changes I wanted before were selfish. I want to play hyper-aggressive and constantly pressure without the drawbacks of having to disengage and run away, since I get accused of that quite often. Either make it so we can use less stamina on chase. No. 
or just make it so that our combo abilities don't use stamina, which I, that one I'm more into. Uh, I didn't want to come across as ungrateful. I just hate when I get told all you do is run. All right, so here, I want to talk about this because I, I actually have a lot of Maywas tell me this and Mooses. So there is a there is a line between where you play like an asshole and all you do is stub arrow and run away. And those people sure talk shit about them. But the people that actually engage you, they go for Dragon Bite, they're trying to CC you, they're using Stub Arrow as well as support, and they're trying to keep a distance. That is literally the Musa and Mewa play style. So I'm gonna say to two different groups of people, the group that are shit talking them, keep in mind, that's the class they play, that's their play style, they kinda have to do it. And Musas and Mewas do not feel bad for playing your class. If people can't catch you and they're dying, then fuck them. They lost, that's their loss. They have to get over it. Do not feel bad that your class can't just stay in and like he's saying, he's like, I wanna play aggressive and I play as aggressive as I can, but I have to recover stamina. Cool, like don't feel bad. If someone's shit talking you, just laugh at them and feel embarrassed for them and then move on. Don't, it does, yep. you play your play style, dude. Like you play, even if your play style is the annoying bitch type where you just run 100% of the time, Whatever, man, if that works for you, then you do you. Like, people may hate it and they may talk shit, but if they're not ever able to kill you, then then fine, you know? It's, you play you play your own play style. Don't let someone dictate. Now, if someone has advice for you and then can actually help your play style and improve what you're doing, fine. But if they're literally just shit talking you because they're losing and they're frustrated, just know that they're bad in real life and in the game. All right. <laughs> Damn. Queso eighty one says. I mean, yeah. Can I can I also add into that? Yeah, please. So, I mean, I get I get told that shit all the time too. Especially, you basically have to just ignore it. I mean, players are gonna say that shit because they want to trigger you. Uh, for example, like I could be fighting a one v three versus. Uh, I was doing this actually. It was a it was a group of brutal players. It was two warriors. And a suck ranger on a doom horse. And so what do you think is going to happen when I'm fighting as one player? Mind you, I was trying not to as best I can to avoid the fight, but they were pursuing me anyways. But when I'm attempting to defend myself, you know, and I'm back chasing and whatnot, trying to get positioning advantage so that I can maybe catch one of them out and try to solo them really quickly, which is essentially my goal, thin out the herd. Um... You know, they're going to just sit there and spam some stupid emo. Like, what are you doing? You know, training uh, breath level or, you know, like, you know, just, just talking shit the whole time. Like, all you do is chase. All you're doing is running. All that kind of stuff. Like Frosty said, fuck them. Yep. You know, they're just trying to trigger you. And if they're in, if they're sincere, like, they really do think it's a shit playstyle. Guess what? Every class has their own kind of playstyle that's cancer. It just is what it is. Guardian, sitting in fucking full super armor the whole time. If you don't have a grab, like my class, or like Sork, it's a difficult fucking matchup. You know, like, it is what it is. There's going to be some classes that have, like, weird playstyles or hard playstyles that are, like, almost impossible to deal with, it feels like. And you just, you got to learn how to fight around it. Now she does have breath level 99, though, by the way. Um, hey, I, my breath level is, uh, <laughs> what is it at actually? And that's a good question. 43. Yeah, dude. I, it's pretty high. I mean, I, the thing is too, is you have to understand. All right. Now, obviously, Moose's and Maywas get it the most 
because that's the play style of the class. <laughs> Speaking of which, Bear says all I do is uh, chase a D-bite. Bitch, you got fucking you got hit by everything <laughs> in the book. Every fucking thing in the book. Uh, I went through the skill rotation on your ass. <laughs> oh, no, Bear. Poor Bear. Dude, so I get accused literally of the same shit because I, I'm more of a passive player, right? I did a PvP trial with the Siege Guild a while back, and... I I literally ran through everybody. Like every single person I ran through, but my playstyle on Sakuno is more passive. And everyone's like, dude, all you do is S block, you're just S blocking. All you do is S block, you S block and run. And it's like, no, I I'm S blocking because my cooldowns are long. I'm not hyper aggressive, I'm gonna leave myself open. I play more reactionary than just like hyper aggressive, unless like I don't respect the person that I'm against. So it's like that's my playstyle. You lost to it. I'm sorry. And it's like, it, they were trying to give me the tips as like, well, you got to be less passive in Node War Siege. And I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, dude, I already know how I do in Node War and Siege. And I can assure you, I do not need to be less passive in Node War and Siege because I do just fine in Node War and Siege. It was just like, people are like that, man. They hate losing. So they're going to try to find something and be like, well, you know, all you do is this. And it's just like, yeah, fuck you. So many people like shit talk me for S blocking on Kuno. And it's like, that's well, fine. it's like your 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 mobility is very cooldown dependent. Like it's understandable. Like S blocking is a secure way of getting well for classes that actually have an S block. S blocking and is a uh, is a secure way to make sure that you can regenerate your stamina and also buy time for your cooldowns. It's mm -hmm. it's an understandable strategy that any class Andrew, with an S block is using. And to read what they what they're doing. Yeah. Like, yeah, cool. I mean, if like, during my S block, also, you blow three of your cooldowns. Now, example, when I am like, aggressive, you don't have that shit up anymore. Yeah. And uh, for classes that have like fast engages, but their distance is, you know, obviously gaugeable, you can use S block to make the, the opponent make a mistake and misjudge their distance that they can engage with. And then you catch them out. Like, that's, there's, there's so many things like, it's a dueling thing, um, and if you're not a duelist, I can see how things can be frustrating for you. But if you're a duelist, you're learning how to counteract these types of uh, strategies, these play styles. That's that's what you like thrive on, is like learning how to deal with that and best it, so that you could say, "I can, I can actually beat this no matter what. I can beat yeah. this class no matter what play style they do." This is a random aside, but I had a. Uh... So Dancy says, if you V emergency escape, you're toxic. That's all I hate. <laughs> I I don't think that's true either. Like I don't see. Well, I mean, that's being... an in-game mechanic. Yeah, it's yeah. annoying. But if you're if you're a good enough player, then you shouldn't be complaining necessarily about a V or an escape because you should be able to catch them anyways. I more hate even, escape even escape down. personally than it's v. it is annoying. I'll admit. I mean, I use it too, but that. It's just because everyone else uses yeah. it. I it mean, why a, are you gonna? It needs a channel. Why are you going to limit yourself? It needs a channel. Escape, escape needs to. When you press it, it needs to sit, keep you in place for five seconds and then use it. So if you use escape, escape in PvP, you still die. Or well, no. And a lot of times you can use that in PvP to avoid death. I mean, you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. That I you, think what it should do, it should just leave you in your spot. Give you an iframe. No, what? No, no, no. Why? You're yes. You're using it in PvP to avoid death. I'm, I'm talking not about V, about escape, 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 yeah, escape's no. mechanic is to get you out of a stuck ground or a spot, or that's what it's for. It's not to avoid death in PvP. So it should leave you. It should be a no, five. No, no, second. no. I, I understand what you're getting at. I'm, I'm with you on that. I understand. But 
So I'm, I'm just saying, saying like it should people be a... use it for PVE anti-death mechanic as well. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying I know, but in PVE generally, like if you get stuck in the wall, normally like the mobs have to come over. If you escape, escape right away. Five seconds is plenty of time to get out. Normally, if you're in a wall, it's like the mobs have to move over to the wall where you went. Like, I, I can't even think of a scenario where you get stuck in the wall or the ground and, like, a five-second channel is not enough time. Like, that's fine. You And then it'll escape, escape. That way, in PvP, you still die. Dude, so many people... The problem, too, is, like, the cooldown of escape, escape, like, resets so much. I, I don't know. It's just, like, in Node Wars... It's 30 minutes. No, it's not in 30 minutes. It's five. In Node Wars, it's five. What? Yep. Is it really? It's five. It's literally five. Escape, escape is busted, dude. I haven't heard of that. Yeah, well, V is five minutes. V is five minutes. Escape, escape is busted, dude. It needs to be nerfed. It I just haven't it, in it a shouldn't long be long time. So it that's shouldn't be a me. free escape in PvP. It's like that. It's not what it's for. It's just to get you out of stuck ground or a situation where your character can't move. Like that's what it's yeah. for. I don't know. I, I can't stand that people use it to reduce. The, the only reason deaths. why I say it's it's a like it's used in PVE is because escape escape will actually work if you're knocked down. Some mobs have knockdown mechanics built into them, whereas V actually is disabled during knockdown. Yeah, in in when you're not in Node War for whatever reason, I'm not sure what it's supposed to be, but when you're not in Node War, it's longer. I I have no idea why, but. Choice talked about this when Reslar did that video, and it's like way shorter when you're in Node War. I, I'm not. I'm not sure why. That is a weird thing. I didn't know that actually. No, I, I dude, we did. Uh, you can like I've tested this multiple times. You can literally escape, escape. So when we were doing, I'd murked into Reslar's guild way back in the day when Reslar was in Clash, and we were pushing. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the guild we were against. But the fastest way to get to their base was escape, escape. Every two pushes, our entire ball could escape, escape. Every two times what we pushed, our entire ball could escape, escape to go to the town and show up at their base. So it's like, I don't know if it's just janky, but it's like really, really fast in Node Wars. Um, anyway, moving on. Kanichi Sai says, TLDR, Tauros will suck if you don't have the right partner with the right mindset to grind there with. Yeah, Turtles can suck because people will just like up and leave after like maybe 30 minutes to an hour. You can't do that. That's the only problem I have with with people like having like this huge hard on for duo spots. Like it's so, you know, partner dependent. Like it's, I don't know. Like I personally, my, my, my uh, schedule to grind is like, not really the best and i can't really just sit there for hours and hours on end some days and so it's i don't know but i get it like i get the the aspect of like being able to grind with a, a partner like frosty when me and you were grinding it was perfectly fine it was you know we we're bullshitting whatnot with the group yeah dude. and uh i got my flame in three hours and you didn't and yeah, yeah. everything was uh, great i it got was... mine in 50 almost three <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah Tauros is fun. I just like man on Kuno. It's I can't stand how much I'm CC'd, man. It's not fun. So yeah. I'm not going back there until the DAG system is out. Um, I mean, even Paddocks. Paddocks is okay. Like it just you know what the the part that sucks about duo spots is when someone else gets RNG carried and you aren't. So yeah, like I felt bad that I got the flame and I just got there, you know. And Frosty's been trying to get it for significantly longer. And he it's had to deal fine. with two other people prior to me getting it. Like that seems pretty shitty, but 
it is what it is in retrospect it's a lot it's really not that hard to get yeah it's just that everyone wanted it so bad that first i mean it took me one oh yeah yeah it's a progression thing like getting it that first fucking week you know yeah it took like seven or eight days to get even though i didn't get a flame straight drop so it's fine um the other thing i forgot to mention it the new costumes came out the rng drop costumes really so yeah um that's you know that's that's uh apparently it's super about the halloween outfits no, the uh, the RNG costumes that drop from grind spots to build that skeleton. Oh, the Orca Cesar or whatever it's yeah. called. Um, so it has leaves. It works kind of like the flame. Like there's leaves, like there's sub drops. And and then after um, you have 100, you can make the item or you can get RNG carried and get the item straight up. Um, for one of the pieces, you have to grind at Turos or Aloon Valley or the high end spot. On the other one, it's like the high end spot, that that 310 AP spot, or Thornwood Forest or something. Um, apparently, they're pretty rare though. Like some people, I've heard like RNG as much as like I did three loot scrolls with three temp buffs to Tauros and got one leaf, and you need a hundred to make it. So we'll see. It's gonna take a long time unless you get RNG carried. I saw someone finish had the helm already. It's kind of crazy. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. Um, all right. talk about how big of a feels bad that armor is for females, though. Well, the armor is fine. The helmet on females is a feels bad. The females, the female version of that armor looks like it's someone trying to cosplay the male version of the armor. <laughs> True. Really? True. Bcat says Anfield has the armor already. Damn. Yeah, because there's a there's a boob window first of all, which I know isn't like a deal breaker for most people, but also in the male version, the like helm is completely covered with like red glowing eye effect and everything, and on the female version, she, there's just two holes, so you see her eyes. You're missing yeah. the whole like now, red glowing eyes effect. <laughs> is the helm now? Is that a visor down effect or is it not? No, that's just how the helmet is. I think. I need confirmation on that because I haven't seen. Because the helmet is identical except there's like a ponytail opening in the back for female. But it is kind of weird. If the you, if you can't have the red eyes on females, it's so fucking lame. Anyway, so uh, let me finish the rest of this. There is no visor effect, so you just have the Halloween costume look like a kid that didn't want to wear the mask. Nice. Um, Kenichi Sai says, suggestion, if you want to invest in Odalita, Mass Pure Magic Node, suggest connecting from Old Wisdom Tree because it's extremely easy to roll an Artisan Worker in Old Wisdom compared to Adraxia. Um, the Yellow Flower one, I think he's talking about the quest. Um, he ended up going to Navarn or Lake Flondor. Tauros, man, I put 18 hours in. It's so draining, especially not getting any embers or not even getting a boss spawn on certain hours. And the belt RNG is garbage. What demotivates me is a guildie got the flame from a regular mob on his first 30 minutes on testing the spot and on his first 30 minute loot scroll. I, and then another got in less than five hours. My consistent grinding partner got after 41 embers, not planning to grind Tauros anymore. Pepe sad. Feels bad. Just fucking, you know, hammer it out, get it done, and then you don't have to be there. But you'll most likely have to be there again for the, uh, the dead god helmet or fallen god helmet, so... Unless yeah. you got a better better spot to get your calf, is, you might as well just fucking keep grinding there. If I wasn't going for 63, I'd probably be grinding there right now. For me, it's like, 
I, I don't mind it. It's just I don't I can't stand the the CCs on my class because I don't have protective damage or like not as much. So it's like tilting. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Battle Hot Dog says in before the glyphs from Gatekeeper gives plus two fishing for two hours. <laughs> oh, that's what the glyphs were from. I misspoke earlier. They're not from that new server. The glyphs are from the new Gatekeeper update. Uh, that we don't have yet. That's what it is. I don't know what the glyphs so are. So wait, what are the glyphs? We don't know. It's probably just a mistranslation. I, who knows? Because they updated the gatekeepers again and, and boosted their loot and said that they'll be dropping glyphs but didn't say what glyphs were. So it, I feel like it's probably just a bad translation. And, and some games glyphs were like uh, like some sort of enhancement you could add onto your weapon. Yeah, or skill enhancements too, some of them. Yeah. Uh, the Musassin says, hmm, couldn't you counteract that minus 15 AP by using an imp knife house buff? Um, oh, I think he's talking about with the new, that the what? Alk stone that you get for graduating, I think. What, the DP one? I think. that's Isn't that one minus 15 AP or something? No. Pretty the sure. The new Alk stone is minus, or it's plus... No, uh, he's talking. No, 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 no. He's talking about the elixir. There's a new elixir. Oh, the elixir, elixir right. that gives okay. you DP at the cost of AP. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Then yes, technically you could. Um, edit. But why? One, why yeah. would you rely on a house buff to do that though? I don't know. I mean, you're using the generally for node war and siege. You're using the house buff anyway, so it's not like counteracting. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like still net negative. Uh, he says, edit one, as far as the stamina change, PA can either reduce the stamina usage of skills that use stamina or buff the travel distance of chase. I don't know about the travel distance. I am on board with changing the stamina cost of engagement tools as well as combo skills. Um, I think that needs to happen. Or at the very least, we need to be able to regenerate more consistently than how we currently are. Uh, because it's pretty bad. So he says, this here is for Musa Suck. PA needs to remove the nerf to PvE it did when, whether intentionally or not, when you use blue buff, the blue buff skills on cooldown. When that nerf came, I thought it was only PvP. To my fucking surprise, it affected PvE and PvP. Yeah, what the that fuck? fucked them. LOL, blue buff nerf. Um, and I've tested PvE. Blooming does less damage to mobs when it's on cooldown when you use blue buff. Yeah, unfortunately, you guys still do better than my class does with succession. So, you know, I'm, I'm crying here for you guys. Regent Lord says, all I know is this frosty fellow better put a little more respect on Musa name or I'll have to gather up the Mooses and all three of us are going to pull up to Tauros and he will have, let's say, a little accident. They're going to make me pee my bed. <laughs> or pee my pants. Zegel says, could a 700 plus gear score shy grind the 310 AP spot? Munka, hmm. Uh, yeah, but it wouldn't be pretty. Pretty sure it would just die. Uh, Enlave, oh yeah, this is where Rez, I, we were kind of hype about this, dude. Enlave commented. He said, hey guys, a bit of insight. GMs uh, are for both EU and NA, so it'll be me again hosting the stream. Hope uh, people enjoy the event. When is that event happening? Has it even been announced yet? I don't know. No, I'm starting to wonder. When I haven't heard that. anything about it, so I don't think it's even been announced yet. Yeah, it's too bad. 
Uh, Mayo Knight says, Musa Maywa don't need buffs because they're already SS tier gatherers. True. Y'all better give us all He makes a good point, Nayashi. He does make a good point. Yeah, you guys are super good at gathering. What more do you need? Lucas Franco says, I don't know why is everyone complaining about console. Um, it has been released not too long ago. It's good to have content to look forward uh, to. People just want to rush through everything. Jesus Christ. I don't think it's that people want to rush through everything. I think it's that the way that they're releasing things makes no fucking sense. Like, why are you releasing Kama and Dragon, but then not releasing Kafras? Why are you releasing Hash but not Guardian? Like, the, I think that's the problem. It's not necessarily that people just want everything. It's that the way they're releasing it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, a side note. I did a little bit of digging. Did you know that we got Kafra Stones two months before we got Dregan? Yeah. And we got them with Kama. No, we did not get them with Kama. We got them after Kama. We got Kama uh, almost eight months before we got Kafra Stones. Well, we got the. I thought we got them with Kama Part Two. Did we not? No, we got them in August, which was two months before Dregan release. We got them in August of 2018, and then Dregan we did, got in November. When did Kama Part Two come no, out? October. Uh, Kama Part Two, I think, came out in December the year before, or something like that. I don't remember. There's no way it was that long. I, it was like a year bef between Dregan and Kama too. Um, here's the other fun fact, which I thought was kind of interesting. Because you know how like basically every server that's not KR now is kind of lined up. We all get our patches at the same exact time. Like SEA, MENA, uh, South America, EUNA. Uh, when I was doing some digging, some research on when Kafras came out, I ran into this little interesting tidbit randomly and completely arbitrarily the mina server got kafir stones almost three months before we did which i feel like is super odd because their server came out like a year and a half after ours but there's that is that. Odd. it's weird right it's like super random i don't know uh so you guys i was thinking console version players need to get the mina uh, GMs to uh, start working for them to try to push that content, you know? They don't take no for an answer. Uh, let's see. Jimmy Lang says, Boys, do a Magic the Gathering podcast next time. Would be fun as fuck. Listen to you complain about the power creep of newer cards. I haven't followed Magic in so long, but dude, I was a super Magic the Gathering nerd back in the day. I loved Magic. I've only played Magic one time when someone tried to teach me how to play, and I instantly was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Really? Did you play Yu-Gi-Oh? Uh, not like super seriously, no. Nah. I played basically it. just, I played casually with my cousin, yeah. You know what's so funny is we used to, me, me and the other Magic players, who were all obviously really cool in school. Um, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> and everyone loved us and looked up to us. We, I remember walking by the library at my high school and I played Magic and there was a group of kids playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, I looked down on them and I thought to myself, you fucking nerds. <laughs> Even though I played Magic the Gathering. <laughs> oh, so sad, dude. 
uh fiona or uh, I, sorry Fanina. yeah i before rona hit last semester i got invited to a very exclusive club on uh, my college campus uh, I got invited to the uh, Pokemon Club. Oh! It, it's it was a group of guys that played the Pokemon card game, like legitimately, oh. like how it's supposed to be played. I thought you were gonna say Pokemon Go. They're playing the card game. They're playing the card, and they play they play it just like you would play like Magic or like yeah. any other like they play it seriously by the books with the rules and everything, like using the elemental cards and all that shit. Right. Right. Like it wasn't just like uh you know how like in like in like primary school you like everyone traded the cards you know you would show off your Charizard that you got and can, whatnot. Can we talk about the um the power creep in in the Pokemon trading card game? Because that shit is absurd. So check this out. I have for whatever reason like the entire first collect or the first edition of the Pokemon cards when they first came out. I have like the whole set right. And I thought, because I forgot that I had it, and I thought, I was like, dude, this is probably worth so much. And I went and looked it up, and like, the best card's worth like 75 cents. It was not worth shit. They did not age well. <laughs> so I thought that I was going to be like, this hype, have a bunch of money. So I didn't, and I was like, you know what, I should give these cards away since they're trash and they're never going to be worth anything. And my, uh, Miss Frosty's friend has two kids that love Pokemon, and they play with Pokemon cards all the time. So I went and brought like a couple cards to them. I was like, hey, you guys can have these cards. And they looked at them and they go, they literally look at the HP. Like these ones don't have as much power. They're bad. <coughs> and I was like, give me these fucking cards back, dude, motherfuckers. The hell? <laughs> Ungrateful bastards, dude. Anyway, whatever, dude. So apparently the power creep is so much that kids don't even want free Pokemon cards if they're too old because they're trash. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's sad. Danielle Bachetti says, Nayashi is a very chill guy. You gotta give him credit. He can successfully withstand weekly verbal aggression from both Frosty and a wife, and you can't really blame him for playing the most busted class in the entire game. Nayashi, do you, is that how you feel? I think he's still AFK. Oh, he's he on, the, phone he's call. on the phone. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I missed. I skipped Fanina's uh, comment, which was uh, so RuneScape clue scrolls, but in event form presented by a GM. BDO needs clue scrolls. I never really played RuneScape, so I don't know what that means. What's I a, don't know either. What's a clue scroll? Like the board game clue? No, I don't think so. Dancy Love in chat says, I had to I had to game in secret. I told my XGF I was cheating on her, but I just wanted to grind on Maple Story. <laughs> Bro, how fast <laughs> did Maple Story 2 die? Holy shit. I still play single player. I host Does a anyone in my own still house. play Maple Story 2? No, you can't. The server shut down. It shut down? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Maple Story 2 like completely actually shut down. Oh my god, bro. Dude, I remember when that was coming out, people were like, dude, this is the next one. It's like it uh, shut okay. down. Maple Story 2 went offline for good May 27th, 2020. Oh my god. <laughs> During the pandemic, that's the best time for video games. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, all right, we checked the numbers. The pandemic has given us an influx of zero people. So we're shutting down. 
<laughs> Zero new people want to play a children's Lego game um, for ages six and up with one field of view. Uh, Tim says, I concur wholeheartedly with Nayashi's assessment. There's nothing worse than prematurely blowing your stamina load. The end result is perma-red woman aggro. <laughs> oh my god. Where's Nayashi for these, dude? Get off the phone, Nayashi. You're off today. Ah, defibrillator clubs, dude. They're he might crazy. be on the phone I with legit his wife. just got back off, back off the phone. Alright, there, All right, there were two comments for you. Um, okay. One said... Uh, Nayashi is a very chill guy. You gotta give him credit. He can successfully withstand the weekly verbal aggression from both Frosty and a wife. You can't really blame him for playing the most busted class <laughs> in the entire game. What? <laughs> he's got oh the verbal abuse gosh. from me. And he's like Frosty. he's like hitting everything all at once. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. thing. Dude, today though, I'm Nayashi's biggest fan, dude. He's farming bear and feeding him to mobs. It's hilarious. Making bear rage, dude. Uh, <laughs> and then, and then uh, he also said, I concur, or someone else said, uh, Tim said, I concur wholeheartedly with Nayashi's assessment. There's nothing worse than prematurely blowing your stamina load. The end result is a perma-red ag woman aggro. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Na Noini says, this is a screenshot of the EU marketplace on October 17th. And then, uh, and then, uh, he says, once you said you were interested in the total sales and such, etc. also nice podcast, like always was very enjoyable. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Wait, for that. did you read, did you read talented sniping's comment? Uh, did I miss it? I don't see it. I don't was remember there, you reading it, but was there uh, was there any more interesting ones that I missed? Oh, he sorry. He says, "Fair enough. Great episode. Got my pen potion. One tap tet ruins. Good week. Easy gains. Grass talented sniping." Uh, no, there's nothing else major you missed. Uh, Gen Jenison Johnson says, "Tinfoil time." So you notice Odalita mobs throw out more CCs than an. Uh, adolescent Overwatch player throwing out the n-word during online matches. Bond skills are coming. Awakening crystals are here. Succession brought way more damage and DR is being reworked. All leads me to believe resistance crystals are being encouraged along with the change of CC meta to straight damage. Explains why we're seeing nuke classes not being nerfed and bypassing the need to CC. This would mean entire meta shift along Long term, the one-shot meta will fade us out as DR brackets get met, but it's going to be a rough transition. And then, uh, went to order some G Fuel, but no podcast code yet. <laughs> no, no, we're drinking Monster this week because G Fuel and uh, Rockstar have not gotten back to me. And Bang is just out of the question. Their, their drinks are gross. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't Calm like now. Bang, dude. They have a weird whoa. fruity one called Starburst Delight Rainbow, and it's nasty. Okay. Calm down. Listen, if anybody wants to sponsor us, <laughs> we are uh, we're open to everything. Yeah, we um, I don't know. I I don't see it the way he does, but I could see how you can connect those dots. I can we just take a second to appreciate his uh his comparison? Yes. Odalita mobs throw out more CCs than an adolescent Overwatch player throwing out the inward during online matches. Damn. Yeah, he's, he's not. Uh, 
Dude, imagine playing Overwatch in 2020. Val was playing that shit the other day, and we mocked him relentlessly for it for like 10 minutes, and he stopped playing. The hell? Here's the other thing, yeah. Jenison says, uh, Succession brought way more damage, and DR is being reworked. All leads me... DR, I, I don't know why this rumor started, but you guys know that I follow as closely as I can. Like, I will read the translated Korean interviews. I will read, I will read everything. There has not been an official word that they're reworking DR. Not, yeah, I haven't heard there, there was like, like someone mentioned something in passing that it was like something that they'll look into, but it was never a, hey, we're planning on reworking DR or evasion. I remember people were saying they're planning on reworking evasion as well. It's just not happening. No, that's probably not for a long time, even if they were. I mean, <clears throat> DR as it stands, like it doesn't even like work that poorly. I mean, you could just, it, I, I don't know. People, it's, you know. It's fine. I, I still think these days, unless you're like a striker, mystic, lawn, there's a couple classes. I actually, I still am starting to lean towards, I, I like DR better overall. I think the benefits of DR are kind of insane. DR just, it just opens up more avenues for, for your damage potential. Damage, your crystals, your accuracy. You can customize your setup so much more with the DR build. And you can run, um, you can run overly toxic resist crystals, a whole setup. <laughs> That's true. I got a weird like whisper on Twitch, asking if I was going to join the cherry blossom tournament in Russia. Says you you were in, you would have been invited. Have you gone? I have no idea. I don't know about this tournament. Um, I'm going to Russia, people. It sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament. Hell yeah. And I would recommend going if I were you. Uh, and that's that's it for the comments. Uh, we are uh, we are all set. Rezar, you want to you want to yeah. close us out, buddy? Sure. Thanks everybody so much for watching slash listening. Sorry we missed last week. Like I said, if you want to keep up to date on everything that's going on with this podcast, the only way you can do that is by joining the Discord. You can talk to other people who enjoy the show. We have discussions that are just really nice arguments, basically. Uh, we also post our updates there. If we're going to have delays with the show being posted or if we're canceling it all together, that's the only place we post it because they're both boomers and I don't like Twitter. Um, yeah, that's what you're going to have to do if you want to get information on the show, yada, yada, yada. Make sure you check out our streams, uh, twitch.tv slash SoFrosty for Frosty, Nayashi underscore... An A for Nayashi and not Rezlar for myself. Um, I think they both stream a lot more than I do, especially Frosty. Um, yeah, thanks again for watching. Shout out to the patrons. Leave a comment down below. Let us know what you guys think about the show. And we will catch you all next week.